Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boy, with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, uh, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john i'm jd and boys and girls we have another fun-filled wandavision episode for you this week yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do it's all WandaVision all the time now. For the, yeah. next, for the next month, anyway. I think I'm going to steer into it more. But before we get into that, how's everyone's week been? John, my wonderful friend, how has your week been? So my, week, my week's been okay. I am really worried. I have one of my best friends is down in Texas. No, I'm right here. And, yeah. <laughs> no, my friend, my friend Island is down in Texas, and she... So they are experiencing. They, they can't handle snow down there. Well, no. yeah, no, yeah, but it's also like right now it's nine degrees at her house. All everybody's pipes are frozen yep. because their houses aren't built like built ours, where, they, where the pipes have to be inside the wall, you uh-huh. know, inside the the heat zone. They're they have rolling blackouts. They get an hour of power every other hour, and you know, like it, they and their houses aren't built with all the. Yeah, the, the the zoning the the zoning and the um, inspections down in Houston is horrible. I, so, I actually worked down there in '94, and like, so, so you could bribe people. I, I've <laughs> talked about this on the show before. I work remotely for a company that's based in Austin, uh-huh. and yeah, they're like they they're freaking out. They're losing. Like, they don't know what to do. And yeah, I'm and, laughing and like, the whole time. <laughs> and well, yeah, I mean, I would be laughing, except I'm really worried about my friend because they're just you know they're sitting in a house. It's nine yeah, degrees outside. No, the wind chill true. is going to be negative fifteen tonight in Texas. Yep. In you know this is she it's lives warmer here right now. Yeah, it is. And you know, and they have a snowstorm, a viable snowstorm in Texas tomorrow. Yep. It's crazy. Um, so, like, you know, if if anybody sees any like you know, like you're you're probably listening this Wednesday after yeah you know, after the snowstorm hits on uh, Tuesday. If you're seeing any like collection for, you know, help out people in Texas thing for because of the snow, it's not a come on. It's actually happened. Yeah. And there are a lot, there are millions of people down there that are out of power right now. And I have no idea what's going to happen because, you know, up here, we know what happens when pipes, pipes freeze. That's why our regulations, when we build a house, the pipes have to be inside right. walls that are inside the heat zone of the house. Down there, you know, the pipes are run wherever, you know, attic, garage, whatever. So, like, you're talking, you're talking billions of dollars worth of damage of I houses th- down there. I think I heard that Seattle's having the same issues too. They're getting hit with snow; they're not used to it. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of the Midwest 
states are getting hit right now. We we have an ice storm tonight here. Yeah. You know, they're saying anywhere from an eighth of an inch, like a tenth of an inch is enough to to be a major ice storm. A tenth of an inch to a half an inch of ice north yep. of me, north of me. So yeah, it's it, this is this weather is crazy, man. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's, it reminds me, my mother in law, God rest her soul. She grew up in well, she didn't grow up. She spent year a couple of years in foster care, and one of the places she ended up living was in Texas when she was young. And it's funny because when she went there, it was the first snowstorm they had had in like. 20 years or something you know and everyone kept joking you brought the snow with you from the east coast mm-hmm. and she she always talked about the story like they got a dusting and no one knew what to do like yeah. people freaked out and then this is a thousand times worse than a dusting so oh, they, that happened when i lived in texas in 1994 they got they got maybe i'd say like an eighth an inch of of snow and i'm down there with my subaru dl wagon with four-wheel drive like Oh yeah, I didn't even notice because I'm from New England, right. and they closed the state for a day. Oh, like schools were out. There were major accidents, and you know, it's just yeah. And I'm sure, like JD, uh, where he lives, that's like yeah. You know, I was gonna say that's like Tuesday. I'm sure JD's laughing at all this. Though I was listening to So Wizard recently, and like I, I, we've had everyone but Aubrey on the on the show, and she now lives down near Washington in, in Virginia. And they were talking about it, the the last big snowstorm we got, how like up in Massachusetts, they're all still working and everything's going on and everything's normal. And down there, they had already closed the schools for like two days, even though it snowed on a Sunday. And she's like, we didn't get anything. I don't know what's going on. So so how about you, JD? How are you holding up in this weather? Dude, I don't leave. I've been hanging out. (laughs) I went to I went to the grocery store about 10 minutes, about two hours ago. Yeah, I mean it's it's cold. It's really cold, but it's well, not, yeah, but it's not you, that bad. You're used to that up there, right? Yeah, I mean, like I mean, it's been this has been a long period of time. We've had like ten straight days now of like sub ten degree temperatures. Yeah, it's pretty extreme. It's cold. It's real cold. We're gonna be like that for another week. Kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> you're still you're still alone, right? Oh yeah. So like, uh, are you doing the you know? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Now, are you, are oh yeah, you, 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 you made an announcement on social media today. I did. Didn't you finish something? Oh yeah, yeah I did. I did. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the days, they're all bleeding together. John, actually, John's right. I am doing that actually. Yeah, I did. I finished. I finished another book. Actually, I finished it late last night, but I guess I didn't get posted until today for some, I don't know. But yeah, I finished a uh, first draft of, uh, of a new book in the series. So I'm going to take about two weeks off from it and work on something else. And then I'll go back and do second draft so you can get some distance and clear head. And then uh, yeah, Wednesday, I get the notes back from the previous book in the series so I can start so, making the final draft on that one. Nice. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. and don't give spoilers away, mm-hmm. but you said it said the picture you said was the end, and then what's the main character's name? Ethan Jericho. E- well, Ethan Jericho's adventures will continue in. Mm-hmm. So, does it end in a cliffhanger? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. It's some. You, I'm building towards something, mm-hmm. and you get. I, I don't want to get too into it, but he's he's taking the next step, and we're starting the build to the end. Cool. Awesome. So yeah, I've got uh, it's book six. I just finished. I want to get to book nine, and then. We'll see what I feel like doing with them. We'll see yeah. where the story takes us. So it's, it's cool. I'm happy. I'm excited. We're gonna, I want to get this Kickstarter out for the neck for the previous book going. Hopefully next month. We'll see. Ooh, let's see how many times I can die in the series. 
How much do you want to pay me, man? I'll kill you like, I'll kill you like ten times, man. There's lots of people that die in my books. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna raise major questions. This guy, John O'Grady, keeps dying in the book. Does this well, mean like, something? I, I just gotta keep. I just gotta describe as a different guy. That's all. I just gotta make time. You like, I'll just use your name because you know we'll just keep doing it. We'll make it a gag. It's a different John O'Grady at the time. I don't know. Next, he's gonna pay for me to get killed. I just know it. Hey, but if, whoever you want to pay to die, they'll die. <laughs> I know you got an X situation. Just throwing that out there. So, so I'm kind of curious with the with your long distance uh, relationship. How was Valentine's Day? We Facetimed. Yeah, I read my buddy. I read my little buddy Pooh Bear story before bed. It was the 23rd anniversary of us officially becoming a couple. We started dating in high school. This was the most high school. I thing. saw the picture. Yeah, yeah we saw the picture. We, I, I threw up a little. We were actually in high, we were actually we were actually like 24 when we took that picture. But that's like the the I don't have any pictures from when we were younger. Cute couple. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, my wife's very pretty. So we're yeah, it's it's just lonely here, man. You know, I miss my kid. My wife's going nuts because this little shit doesn't listen to anybody. He, Daddy's not around, so he thinks he can get away with murder. And like, it's uh, it's a thing. I think when she comes back, I'm gonna give her like a week in a hotel all by herself, and yeah. I'll just take off work for a week and just be dad get get her a gift certificate to a spa if she likes those uh things. not not in the covid oh duh yeah no, damn it you know well we can do a hotel like you know in the neighboring town the neighboring big town or something like that and she can just hang out or a bed and breakfast where there's not work. so many people yeah maybe that's not a bad idea mm. we know of one actually so that's actually mm. not a bad idea bed and breakfast but yeah so i'm okay you know i'm just working you know getting stuff done Guested on a podcast yesterday and night, so that was good. That's like Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> so as, you're, you're on, the, on a lot of podcasts. What, 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 do you want to pl- do? You want to plug it? What was? It? Yeah, sure. Me and regular Scott from Take an E were on the Fandom Fusion podcast. We talked about wrestling, and we had to build a hockey team out of pro wrestlers. And I don't know anything about hockey. And Scott is a basketball player, so we were quickly googling how to how to what <laughs> what makes for a hockey team. And I figured, well, I'll just pick all Japanese guys because they won't know if I'm lying or not or if this is right or wrong. <laughs> so realistically, how are they going to know? But it was fun. It was like a three-hour podcast. I couldn't believe we went that long. So it was it was That's thing. what she said. Oh, sorry. Ah. <laughs> so yes. That was, yeah, that's what I got going on. You know? Cool. How cool. are you, Dave? All right. As as uh, as, as our, as my, ooh, that's side. As my good friend John will probably attest to that being single on Valentine's Day sucks. I don't recognize Valentine's Day. I, it's, I, it's National Remind You You're Alone Day. I had to hide all the cutlery and <laughs> drink a bottle of Jack. No, just kidding. I made it's funny because I the, what kept my mind occupied most of the day. Normally, I make a pot chili for the Super Bowl, but I forgot to buy the ingredients last week, so I, I bought it. them. I bought it this week, so I made a big pot of chili. You know, because it takes it takes you know oh, yeah. like hours to make mm-hmm. it. So, and my son and I enjoyed that and. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the meme floating around with the grocery store? They had the 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 meat package for val- the Valentine's Day meat package. For oh my month. God! They the John Oliver um, last <laughs> week tonight. He did a whole series of uh, wait, a wait. montage of them. Well, okay, so what was what the what, hell is with it was that? two? It was two hamburger patties and then a sausage right in the middle. It was. I sent it to my wife. I'm like, I laugh. I sent it to Michelle. I'm like, this is hilarious. She's like, I hope someone lost a job over that. I'm like, I'm sure they probably did. But if they're probably, if you're going to go down, you might as well go down swinging. No, John Oliver yeah. did a whole thing of like, there were bouquets of sausages, bouquets, which is like just bu- bouquets of, of beef jerky, bouquets of like lamb chops. Like, oh my God. this is, this Where is clearly, is this? 
well, this is clearly a set of, you know, the D and the B just kind of hanging out. And it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like I saw it literally before I went to sleep last night and I laughed for a good five minutes because I'm that immature. So, yeah, well. Then I, and it's been a funny, I like, I ended up this morning waking up at like four in the morning. I was wide awake. You know, so just like, ah, got to go to the gym, clear my mind. I do find that like just working out just oh yeah, clears your mind. Makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Right, John? Hey, I broke my, I broke my uh, treadmill. I'm waiting for them to order the parts to fix it. But so now I'm using the stationary bike. So yeah, but, but you know what? While I'm working out, I can watch TV. And what am I watching? I'm watching WandaVision. Ah, there you go. I suggle, There's I your segue. I, I, I just, I don't want to follow that segue up with some, I, st- I watched this episode with my good Woodford Reserve <laughs> and this, I played a drinking game. Every time I figured something out, I took a shot. I was stone cold sober the entire time. I was going to say, you didn't <laughs> like, say that's the worst show to do that. About. It's like, so- yeah, it's like the whole the whole thing. I've got in the back of my mind. I'm playing that one uh, shot from Poltergeist with the girl, you know, in the roads walking up, going, "What's happening?" All right, I, gonna, I forgot. I was going to invite Matt on because he hates the show, and I was like, "I want you to get a d- triple Screw T you, bias." Matt. Oh, like uh, damn, I forgot. All right, so so let's get into it then. Set the timer. See if we can break last week's record. Oh God, no, please, no. no. I uh, seriously. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> So it appears this is this is here's here's my current theory. Going through that barrier and being changed is mutating people, so it's creating mutants. Maybe that's possible. So Maybe. kind of a reverse. But when did she say no more mutants? Was that House of M or was House that of, the, yes, that's House of M, the very end of House of M. Yeah, yes, because House so, of M, everybody's a mutant, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's my next question: How far is she going out with that? Well, so far, Eastview. Hmm? What's the name of town? West Westview. Westview. Yeah, Westview. So it's stretched into Eastview. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's like, is it going to go take over the whole world? I don't. Know. I don't know. It's. I mean, at this point, every time I think I figured this show out, they've proven me wrong. Yep. You know. I so know. I've been like, right. You. You nailed that one part. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. Like, I really. First of all, Malcolm in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, probably yeah. people on my age. I yeah. literally texted my wife when I when that happened. It was four in the morning, and she wouldn't even look. And I'm like, "You're <laughs> gonna love this because that's one of her favorite shows of all time." She loved Malcolm in the Middle, and like I was so happy when I saw that. I, it just it 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 made everything to me. So I love the use of the kids in this episode. I loved how they used Pietro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we know a little bit less about Pietro than we did last week, right? Because it's like some people think he's a plant now. Yeah, some well, people do think he's a plant now. No, he's a he's a human being. Like, well, 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 he's a mutant, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Yeah, hey, if you can make mean. a plant joke, I can make a mutant joke. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's interesting because like she goes because she's like she recognizes him as Pietro, but says he's different, mm-hmm. and she, and he goes, oh well, you changed my face, you know, so you, so you couldn't, and it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, something. The fact that he said it makes me go, okay, some something else is... Well, he's else aware of everything that's going on, too. Right. So I don't think he actually is the Pietro. Like, last week, I said, I said like, last week, it doesn't matter if he is the Pietro from the X-Wing universe or not, because his very presence opens the door, right? Right. And I still maintain that. I don't... I definitely don't think he's Pietro. He doesn't act like Pietro. from Or Peter, I should say, from that X-Men universe. Mm. Right. Right? So he's definitely not that character, but we're meant to think he is. So something's going on. Like I, I, clearly, well, I think she's. I think she's. 
it one theory could possibly be that she's schizo and that she's he's just a shard of her personality. But where but, would he where would she get that version of him from? That's, that's the question. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's got to mean something because mm-hmm. everything in this damn show means something, right. you know? Like, There's, they go, they they know we're going frame by frame on this puppy, so. The further away we go, the more I think we're getting Magneto. I really do. So, think, more convinced. I was more convinced after this gonna episode. You think that's going to be the, 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 that's gonna be the Skywalker event? I was really hoping about? it was going to be Wolverine last week, but now the way things are moving, especially with that whole commercial this week, I really think we're getting Magneto. They keep talking about when they were kids. Oh, yeah. Wait. You know? Wait. The commercials. I read an interesting article about that. Because this commercial meant nothing to me. Like, I could not. They said it could represent one of two things. They said it could. One person saying it represents the trauma that Wanda's been through. Like, the first one is related to Stark Tech. So, the Stark bomb coming into the house when they were kids and killing the parents. I can't remember the other time, Lagos, where she killed Mm -hmm. the people by accident in Civil War. And then this one was, shoot, I can't remember the explanation, but basically... It's magic. This whole thing was about magic. Right. And And her having to wait. Yeah. Not being able to get to it. Yeah. So they they explained each one, I remember. Or the other thing they said is each commercial represents an Infinity Stone. But I don't think they're going to tie the Infinity Stones. I've heard that one too. I don't know if I buy that one as much. They, I don't, yeah, the, I don't the, see the that magic one. doesn't seem to tie to any of the infinity yeah. stones. The it's I I don't know. Part of me like kind of hopes this is like straight up David Lynchian and we don't get explanations for what these commercials mean. Because I just saw this old this old this old interview with Lynch floating around where he's talking. I forget he's talking. He was like he says Eraserhead was my most spiritual film. And they said, oh, would you care to elaborate on that? And he goes, no. <laughs> and he just like because who the hell knows what lynch is ever doing i kind of hope they just leave it and don't don't quite tell us what the commercials mean but that's just me being artsy fartsy uh <laughs> i don't know man this this show this episode was weird i definitely felt like wanda took a back seat to the yes. kids intentional but again you're steering into the into the show it's about the kids and i like that pietro was channeled francis from malcolm in the middle mm. like he was totally playing like a, a take on that character and it worked it worked super well like yes uh, and then when the one twin is talking to the camera like malcolm i'm like oh yeah like they, they nailed it like they they he had the perfect. he had this he had the wiccan costume on immediately yes. with the cape and the headband mm-hmm. i was like they know what they're doing like mm-hmm. the, the actors they got for the kids too were really like man pretty good for kid yeah. actors pretty good i was really ha- i was concerned about that and i was like oh these kids have talent so good yes. So, okay, so Agatha, or I'm sorry, what, what is she called in the show? Aggie? Ag- no, Agnes. Agnes, Agnes. Yeah. But Agatha yeah. uh, um, was on the edge of town in her stupor in a witch costume. Perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, we're not we're not joking. Okay, this is Agatha Harkness. Like, we're not going to joke anymore. Now, when he woke her up, was she playing? I think she was. Yeah. I think she was working, like, you know, me and the pro wrestling actor, I think she was working vision to motivate him to leave town yes whether or not that had to happen or not, i don't know like i don't know why it was a great scene though when they're literally I, ripping vision apart is great I, scene i was gonna yeah. say he can't leave town apparently yeah yeah well i mean it's it's what we all thought i mean this one we, we i think we pretty much called is that the reality that wanda's creating is sustaining him mm-hmm. outside of that reality he reverts back to i mean the reality is the, it sustaining heck- him or is it that he just can't leave because well, he can't leave. She because, doesn't want to leave. 
you saw he was degrading when he when he walked out. It was he literally was. ripping pieces that right. he had added back to him. Right, but, but it's not he, like he walked. It's not like he walked out and turned gray and fell over. Right, it was right. ripping him apart. So he is alive again. Like that was a big question: Is his vision live or is it just you know? I don't, an act, I don't like, know if it's answered that though. No, I think he is alive. I think he just belongs in the town, you know. And until Wanda kind of lets him go, yeah. And I whatever. think when she when she sees Vision dead and saw Quicksilver dead, that was that was just like that wasn't real. Mm-hmm. It's in her head. Yeah, a nightmare, if you will. I don't. I, yeah, I know. I know. Nightmare is mentioned twice, but I. I don't. I think. I think Vision really is dead. I think when he leaves there, I mean that that reality is what sustains him. Like is what gives him back his personality. It's all it's all Wanda giving him back who he is, at least as much as she but has of him. Wanda saying. has that ability, so I do think that Vision's back on the table after this show. I don't. I don't know. He's an android. Like he's not a person. Like you can right. bring Vision that, back and, to life, and, and they do all the time. I was about like, to say that is a running gag in the comics. Uh-huh. He has died multiple times and come back. Like he's been ripped in half. He's mm. been blown up. It's like he's been he's different people. Yes. He's had different visions. Like, that's just, he's a robot. You yeah. can't, like, he, an android. And he's got the real human think, thought ways. But I just, I think I think that this show especially, which is now, I read, the number one streaming show on, you know, on all platforms yeah. is, is too viable. It didn't start that way, too. It was like, oh, they cracked the top ten first mm-hmm. episode. Oh, and it's it's building every week. Well, the, you know, the, an the, impenetrable. Well, like, the, the, like, the, meme, the meme, the, the best meme that I saw was, you know, when they were bringing Darcy in, in the in the van, and the four guys were there, and 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 she's like, "Well, okay, so what do you do? What do you do, right?" So the the meme had the guy across from her, the one that didn't answer anything in the beginning, say, "You know, do you know Justice Snyder's Justice League is going to be four hours long?" And, and then it said, "Nobody cares," and then it showed the numbers for for WandaVision. So so crazy Joe from uh, Megapodtastic. A great name for a reputable source. Hmm. Crazy Joe's. <laughs> He's a friend of the hey, show. He's I know. It's just funny when you when you preface it like that. Uh, then we got this covered. It's, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. gives better no. spoilers than that. He hated the show in the beginning. Really? Yeah. In the beginning? Like, Does that mean Like the first three it? episodes. He was like, oh, this isn't for me, blah, blah. And then it started growing on him. So it's like, and that's, I think that's reflected in a lot of people that are yeah. comic book fans. Well, again, this is this goes back to we just don't have any patience. In it. I just saw a variety article saying it's a bloated two hour movie played out over one one hour increments. I'm like, yes, how's a variety? No, yes, it's well, well, yes, it in fact is a TV show. So, you know, we just we've like we we've forgotten how to digest TV. No, I think that I think that a lot of people thought the sick like I know Jimmy Palmiotti said this. He thought the sitcoms were supposed to be funny rather than awkward. Right, like, and it's mm-hmm. that's a comic, and that's we think it's not that funny. I'm like, it's not, it's not supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like this thing's all. He goes, oh, well, the mission accomplished. And I'm like, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, no, not in the way he's saying though. Right? No, I know it's not. They weren't trying to ape a sitcom. They were making a facsimile. I got it right this week of a sitcom. Like <laughs> they created yeah, a world based upon it. Like, yeah, it's I a tongue in cheek kind yeah, of yeah, comparison. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be awkward. Well, it most of it's supposed to be covered up with, you know, while we're watching it, geeks like us, we're we're 
analyzing the thing yeah. while we're watching it, trying to figure out what everything means. Right. It's like I said, yeah. it's very, they really, I joked about Lynch earlier, but they really are taking a page out of a Lynch thing where you're breaking down everything without a key to be like, okay, this is what this means. And this is what this means. Yeah. It's, we're all sitting here trying, it's worked. Like they've really hit us on a different visceral experience. Yes. Yeah. Well, they haven't, like my, this is my brother's problem with the show. He's like, I don't know what this show is about. And they're not telling me. So I have it's a glorious. I know. <laughs> talk, I think that's great. Yeah. We talked about this. I think last week I brought this up and, and you agreed with me that you can't go into this show cold. No, I have, I have a friend who actually did. Really? What's their experience like? I'm very so, curious to hear. How so this it's, is not, it's 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 someone I've known since high school, and she's just totally, like totally cold. Like she never watched any Marvel movies. She never watched any Marvel movies. And fact, she just jumped her, into WandaVision. And, and it's funny because her son That's has seen weird. all the Marvel movies, and it was her dad used to take him to all the movies, and now you know now now she now here's the whole thing right? Like she keeps messaging me. Wait, what's this about? What does this mean? Oh, how about this? What? How come this happened? What? You know, blah blah. What's brother? What's up with the brother? So she started watching the movies to figure out what's going on. But her first mistake was she watched, she watched Avengers me. first. Oh, the, the first, first Avengers. Yeah, because then it was like you can't hey, jump on with that. I, th- I I think so. But she had started having questions. About, she was like, "Who's the guy with the eye patch?" Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, if, I mean, if you I mean, read the comics and you haven't seen any of the movies, you don't know who Nick Fury is. I mean, to be fair, that. do they do they introduce him in Iron Man? Yes, the they say Nick Iron Fury. Man. Yes, well, well, they, no, they, I know he's in the first one, but do they like do they say I'm Nick yeah, Fury yes, or does he yes. just show up at the patch? It's been a long time since I've seen it, so yeah, I he can't says remember. I'm Nick Fury, uh, uh, yeah. and I'm here to talk about the Shield the Avengers, initiative. The Avengers, Avengers initiative. That's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. It's hard. That's a hard one to jump into. That's. The only one worse would be watching Age of Ultron. But first. she's yeah. doing exactly what you guys talked about. She's g- jumping into the movies now because the show grabbed her and she Net- wants to know what's going on. Network engagement. That's the entire concept of this. And like people think it's not going to work. It's not going to work. They're, they're making it too complicated. And I'm like, you guys are wrong on this. It's like people like the viewership is growing. Like everything that all these baby boomer pontificates are sitting there saying about this is what's going to happen. It's too impenetrable. So- you need to explain everything to people because people are stupid. You need to cast a wide net, not a niche net. You know, it's like, so, no. And we have an article kind of related to this later in the news. But I kind of wonder because entertainment has become so fractured. Yes. And you can go on YouTube and watch 20-minute stupid videos about nothing all day and be entertained. Or you can watch uh, a show like this that you have to pay attention to and you have to know the backstory. Or, you know, you can watch some kind of other mindless reality TV. Like... Is that the problem? Are there people that are just like, they don't want to think? They just want to be entertained? Well, yes. there's, there's, there are people there, like that. There's also, I mean, a little bit of it is back in our day, you know, you didn't have that much to choose from. And so you took what you right. got and you were, and it trained you to sit there and be patient and wait, wait for a payoff. Right. Right. Whereas nowadays, like you said, you go on YouTube and watch just about anything or Hulu, or Voodoo, or uh-huh. Disney Plus, or HBO Max, <laughs> or you know, or Netflix, or Crunchyroll, or what you name it. So, like the the, I mean, it just it takes a lot to get uh, people vested into something, and they and that's kind of driven a lot of these movies and shows to do the whole, you know, oh, you know, starting off with like a car chase and doing you know seven days before. You know, that, that whole right, thing is right. exploded because they have to grab people now. They can't rely on us 
being patient because right, right. you don't have a choice. So here's here's a thought that I had. And I, I had this very long debate with this guy a couple of days ago that was based around the idea of wrestling. And like I use WandaVision as my example of how we don't need to talk down to audiences. And he's like an yeah. older guy. And he's like, no, man, you, you cast a big net and you get big, you get big results. And I said, I said, that's old thinking. Because back when that was said is you had like your four network television, three for most of existence. You have three networks on TV. Mm-hmm. So you had to cast a big net to get as many people as you can in. Right. As for as entertainment has gotten more and more fractured and there's more and more options available people have steered in the other direction have aimed more niche because when you create a niche it creates more of um more investment mm-hmm. right and when there's a bigger investment there's more reason for people to keep watching and to keep mm-hmm. coming back now you catch is one division getting mash numbers no nothing no. will nothing will today yeah. And like he, this dude brought up this, Dusty Rose is this old, this old wrestling guy who had this like, oh, if you get niche results, if you go, if you have niche goals, you have niche results. He goes, that's what he said. And I said, yes. And he mm-hmm. also ran his company into the ground by yeah. trying to go so, too big. Yeah. And, so, and for those of people that don't know what MASH is, it was a show that ran in the seventies <laughs> about the Korean war. Yeah. It lasted longer than the Korean war. It featured Alan Alda. It was one of the funniest shows ever made. And I think it was and the so- finale that has that still holds the record, still of the record. Most, it was the funniest show ever made until alan alda started directing and then it changed yes yeah. and it got more preachy got, and then it got uh, dark yeah Very and dark. then but yes the the finale was the most watched show, show in history and i remember mm-hmm. people when i was a kid went crazy for seinfeld and it was like that showed it into a fraction of what what did a fraction but it was like way smuggler the match did but at the same time you're talking a 15 year difference of when the two shows ended and that 15 year difference the face of cable well, television because cable used to be the vast wasteland yeah. right yeah. it was all old shows and like movies and you know cheap shows like american gladiators and wrestling and all stuff and then the cable changed cable started doing original stuff and that that changed the nature of television now these streaming services have again changed the nature of television so if you cast a big net like these older sitcoms would do it's not working because there's nothing creating investment in people anymore. Well, right. you, you don't you don't even need a big net anymore. You got no. econo- you got economies of scale. There's so many yes. ways to watch a show mm-hmm. that as long as you hit that, like you said, that niche that gets people vested, there will be enough people to keep you going. And that's right? the goal. The goal is not to like be mash. Yeah. Right. Because you're not going to. It's like the it's world is profit. different. It's yeah. to make profit. And, to, and the way to best do that is to maximize your fan base. Right. Is preaching right. to the converted. And, mm-hmm. and and let's be honest, like niche entertainment, when it's good, gets devoted fans for life. Bingo. For life. Um, so like and, and like one of the greatest examples is comic books. When in the in the seventies and eighties and the nineties, when like we were all reading comics, they didn't have millions and millions of people reading Spider Man every month, you know. They weren't getting those kinds of numbers. Like, they would get really big numbers, but you also had returnability. So right. again, numbers that get reported were always numbers that got they got sold to the newsstand, right, right? right? And then they would return them. So I mean, like, and that process is again, the, and I, I use this as an example too, because Stanley, I said Stanley and Jack Kirby created the idea of continuity in comics. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that before. DC never had continuity. More, why is going to recycle Superman stories every seven years? So 
And he's like, oh yeah, but but Stanley said every comic is someone's first comic. So you're right. So they did that a little bit, but he said that because that was in response to the criticism that Marvel was creating this impenetrable continuity that you couldn't mm. follow from month to month. And what they wound up doing was they wound up getting people invested in the stuff that came before and created the collector market and created the direct market based right. upon the fact that they had people invested in this yep. stuff they literally like when people say they changed the game those dudes literally changed the game and created a completely different market structure when people yes. are invested everything is different so right. that's why like, i just you can't you can't compare this stuff to stuff that worked in 1984 or 1992 or even 2006 right. like everything oh, is yeah. different i mean i saw an article not that long ago that said if firefly came out today with the numbers it had it would have never got canceled Right, because yes. yeah. it, it would have been a hit today. Because that's it, how fractured we are. And it probably would not have, but it probably wouldn't have been on Fox. It probably would have been on something else, and it probably would have had three, four seasons. Yeah, because everything gets three, four. I mean, like you remember, even a decade ago, stuff would you you'd be lucky if a show got you know got its third episode. Well, they yeah. they want and then they want the exact opposite. They want enough episodes to go to syndication so they can make money off of that. Right, but then um, it got to the point where if it didn't if it didn't have ratings after episode like this is a decade ago after episode three it was killed done yeah get rid of it. Now it's like, well, they were like saying we don't cancel anything anymore. Yeah, you know, All right. because, because we, we we are going for breaking our record, right? We're pat, we've just padded this out pretty well. Oh, we haven't even come close to our record. No, we haven't come to our close to our. So, so well, I was going to say, let's bring, let's, let's, let's bring it back to let's bring back it back to, to Wanda a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, who do you think they're going to go pick up? Who's the scientist that's going to help? Blue Marvel, really? Mm-hmm. Who works that's, with who works with Photon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's like, you don't want to waste Reed Richards with this. Yeah. That's what everyone keeps saying, Reed Richards. No, don't waste Reed Richards. He's too big. Yeah. And this is the wrong place to bring them in. Because, like, it's a side note. This isn't, like, if they do it and I'm wrong, cool, I'll, I'll take the L on it. But I just, I don't think it's the time to bring in Reed Richards. No, I don't either. I mean, because they just announced Fantastic Four, so I can't see them bringing yeah. him in that quick. And... Watching someone sneeze but not hearing it is weird. I was trying uh, to be polite. I muted my <laughs> mic while I sneezed. When it's, when it's sub-zero temperatures, it's murder on your allergies. Yes, so, yes, um, it is. No, no, I think it's I think it's going to be Adam the Blue Marvel or yeah. someone on that level because uh, I think. Well, I, yeah, that's a good call. I couldn't really think of anyone else. Someone else said McCoy Beast, and I'm like, that. Nah, nah. no, isn't isn't like well. No, she just she because wouldn't, she wouldn't just, bring Spider Man into it, would she? Because Spider Man's not who she's talking about. Blue Marvel makes more sense because Monica said it's someone she worked with. Marcy said she knew an astrophysicist that would like this. She meant Jane. Oh yeah, right. Like she had hmm. like when Marcy. When I, nobody said when Darcy says, "Oh, I know an astrophysicist." I went, "Yeah, Jane Foster," and hmm. nobody nobody picked up on that. And I'm like, "Oh, we're just." I think we're so everyone's. So oh my goodness, you're right. Up. It is. It is Jane. Oh my god, that's that she's talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Because who else would she know? Because Celtic, everyone's Vic. so everyone's so focused on who's this mysterious Correct. guest going to be. Yeah. Correct. Like and that or Victor Selvig. Victor Selvig? Whatever Stellan Skarsgård played. She meant and, one or the other. You no, know? I, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's so true too because they're not this. You as Luke Skywalker type cameo is not introducing somebody new anyway. No, because it wouldn't be Luke Skywalker. Luke's that's the exact opposite. Right. Yeah, you need somebody people are already vested in. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that's which why. means Blue Marvel. It might not be Blue Marvel because. But it's like who's to say that's the person though? Right. No, I, I think whoever yeah. this is is going to show up at like the end, the very end. Yeah, it's going to be the very. That's why. That's why I keep leaning toward Magneto more and more every week. Like if I was all about Wolverine, I still think Wolverine would be the best. But Magneto might make the most sense. 
And you think it'd be Fassbender? It, well, it, it better be. If you bring in Magneto, it damn well better be Michael well, Fassbender. Like you said, you got to have somebody people are vested in, right? Mm-hmm. And he played a good, a damn good Magneto. Let's... Man, first class, that first class Nazi hunter scene yeah. where people went, I want a whole movie like this. Like, you know, Fassbender as Magneto is a great call. He still like looks like it. And like, you know, he could, he could play. Well, I know. You're the, bringing the, Ian McCallum is too old. Well, that's the thing, though. Fassbender's too young. Like, they're going to have to rearrange, like, the, the whole thing of, well, yeah, but the, the thing of Magneto being a Holocaust survivor, it's getting a little bit long in the tooth now. It's like they're going to have to. He's still a Holocaust survivor in the comics. I, I know, but, like, at this point, you have to be 100. He's, to a, be a... he's a mutant. How, okay. does he age? How does he age? Well, okay, we're, so we're if, watching... they're, if they're pulling that, then fine. You know, especially he's from a different universe. Like, there's a million ways they can make it work. We're watching comics that were created in the 60s about people who can fly and shoot beams out of their eyes. And I know, but you were were just talking about continuity, you know? But I mean, mean, like, like, that's that's an issue that Marvel does have is like, you know, the whole world outside your window, you know, their continuity is getting longer and it's becoming more and more difficult to play that off. And I I get what you're saying. That's why you don't want to call a ton of attention to it. And maybe in the comics, you don't play out the Magneto as a Holocaust survivor thing as often as you want to unless you gotta you can build that in he's a mutant he lives is it long. is it is it fassbender from the fox movies comes in as magneto and he's just out of time as well that's true too and just it's the like, same thing with with pietro because if he was now in modern time remember he was that age in the 80s in the that's movies. very true so and he would have he would have to know. be older now yeah yeah that's very very true so you could actually if you want okay Let's let's phantom book here. You could actually pull in and say that he is their parent. It's been out of the comics, but it's a bad move, Marvel. If you're listening, that was a bad move changing that. So you could say he fathered them and then disappeared. They were raised by normal people. Not the you know? not the animal people, right? <laughs> not the high <laughs> But that's actually kind of what happens though in the comics. So you're not like because yeah. for for two decades, I believe it was John Byrne that retconned that. I'm not 100 percent sure. But they had like Wanda and Pietro were raised by not were not raised by Magneto. So it, it works in, in the previously established continuity where you could have them say this is our real father and it's Magneto. Yeah. You know, and that's quite frankly what they I think they're going. I think they should do. They did that in the Fox movies. What? They made him the father, Quicksilver's father. Did they? I thought they did. Well, no, they mentioned it, but it was never confirmed. They never. Yeah, it was. It was a quick. It was like a little wink, wink to the crowd. But they never like say it. He's like, oh, I know this kid, and he never like. Yeah, they never. I do remember that. They never quite. They danced around it because, like, yeah. Peter, Peter, Peter said, guess, "Oh, this he's my father," but like, he never. But when he had the chance to say something, end of was it Apocalypse War? He just never, he never came out and said, "Hey, Dad," yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. So they could, and that would be the move, in my opinion, because you could make you could make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I do think that whatever I do think that whatever Strucker did unlocked their X gene, and that's how they have the powers. Right, and I think. Yeah, and with, she's with the unlocking mindset. the X-Genes with her, with the hex. I think that's, I think you could be correct. Because she might have done that with Monica. Yeah. And they said Monica's, because yeah. they went, actually, that's something we didn't cover this week. Is they said Monica's cells are different. She's changing. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. If she goes so, through one more time. Yeah. So she's unlocked. That actually makes perfect sense. Because if, if the hex, like, encompasses the world, if the hex encompasses the world, all she'd be doing was unlo- unlocking latent X-Genes. Yep. Yeah. So she would literally, it'd be like, no, comma, more mutants. Yes. Yeah. 
that's a bit of a stretch but yes well, I, mean, I don't think she's gonna say that but that'd be like my, that was me being a dork about it but i do think if you if you think about it like that if you do expand the hex if they do that then she could literally it could be like a mutant wave where all of a sudden now you have these mutants right i mean it, it could open the door to the others yes like it, it does the hex creates mutants and or opens up a multiverse or both and or or both yeah because we and then dr strange and then it, it's it, it gets explored in spider-man 3 there's all this craziness because we know uh-huh. all these characters are going to be in it and then dr strange has to come along and fix it i can see and that makes sense right like it makes perfect sense well it doesn't make perfect sense at all it's actually ridiculous but like comic book sense it, it yeah. works yeah. Um, well yeah. and, it, and it segues right into the the multiverse of madness movie Right. right. What's well, as it's supposed to? Because some of my again, my brother's like, if this just ends with the Doctor Strange thing, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm like, well, you're pissed anyway, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because <laughs> they want you, and he's just like, well, it's just such crap. Like it's standing on its own. I'm like, are you against money? Like, do you not well, understand how and, they and make money? I, like, and it's a has he watched any anyway. Of the, has he watched any of the Marvel movies? Loves the Marvel movies. Like that's they all like, lead into the next that's one. That's the whole idea. So this is comics, man. Again, and like I said last week on the show, this show simulates the experience of reading comics better than anything that's ever been done. Yes. And because they make you wait a week, it's just like waiting a month for the next issue. Yep. And it, the speculation and what we're doing right now is what people have been doing, what people did in comic shops for 20 years. You mean it's better you know? than the Incredible Hulk with all those comic book page wipes that they did? You know, <laughs> I give Ang Lee credit for trying something. Ang Lee so, had an idea. And then it looks like, I we got to bring this up, our, the last three episodes, we're going to get double-sized. Yeah, they're, they're, they've got three hours left and only three episodes left, so... Yeah, yeah. So they, they said all oh, the next the last three episodes will all be an hour long. So and then we, this part of the show will become two hours long, everyone. Oh, listen. Um, <laughs> so here's the question then, because I don't think we've I think of all the trailer foot. I think we've seen all the trailer footage, right? Yeah. So, so what's far. left? I mean, what, like what, this what, thing what is out? like. Well, what's next? No, no, there's there is there is footage where it looks like it's maybe Modern Family. Yeah, that's Modern Family where she's talking where she's talking she's doing that. a confessional. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, smart. I was wondering where they would go after that because we're running out of like eras and sitcoms to emulate. Modern Family makes sense with three episodes. Are there? Three- oh my god! I hope. I hope to you God. You mean two, two broke when, girls, right? When no, no, oh, two broke girls. That would be. Oh, that would be, oh that's that got to be next week, yeah. right? She's a waitress. Oh my God, right? But I, in, I in her original costume from Two Broke Girls. When I don't know if they're do, that tongue in cheek, but that would be great. I would do yeah. Modern Family. When Vision goes to work, it's like The Office. Yeah, because <laughs> it'd be the same. They're shot in the same style. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Style. Yeah, yep, they would, yep, yep. and they tend to blend them together. Because mm-hmm. someone told me something else. They said it was it wasn't just Malcolm Middle. They had some other show that I wasn't terribly familiar with. That Vision, they leaned into Vision as Jim, Wanda as Pam. Pam, yeah, yeah. There, that's uh, there's something there. There's something there. I it would not surprise me if they if they steered into that. But are there like so modern family? What other family like sitcoms are there to steer into? Like, is there something between Malcolm in the Middle? Firefly. And, <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> friends, friends, like fam- family, friends, bitches, friends is like the end of the nineties, beginning of the two thousands. Yeah, we, like same with we're, Malcolm. They're right past that. They hit that. They hit Malcolm Mill. That's late nineties, early. That might be actually the year two thousand. It was like ninety nine, two thousand. I was in college, and I remember it was me in college watching it. The, the middle, or is that that's more? That's more modern. Two thousand tens. That could be. So, yeah, they need something though. Yeah, Modern Family is a good one. I don't know what else is there. 
Because, I mean, are there any good sitcoms anymore? I don't think sitcoms are... No, sitcoms kind of like... Yeah, they're not what they used to be, you know. Like, because The Office kind of came a little before... The Office makes sense. The Office and Modern Family, like those... Those, may, especially like family stuff, that would make that would make sense. I can't. Maybe the last episode they won't do the sitcom thing because what's what's yeah. the what's the geek one that's out there right now? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that would be like. But that's like down. maybe it depends on how much the kids grow. Actually, if yeah. the kids if the kids keep growing, if they let them become teenagers in mm-hmm. the next couple weeks, it opens it up a little bit. So then, then they're going to have to because Sheldon. Yeah, could they're, they're going to have to because they're not going to wait five years. <clears throat> no, what is it the kids are ten? They're not going to wait like 10 years to do the Young Avengers. No, they're so. going to do it right away. Well, here's the thing. Well, that's the thing with the kids is the kids are proven to be in the comics. The kids are um, an aspect of Wanda's personality, of uh, Wanda's insanity. And right. She, master she stops paying attention to them and they disappear, right? Right. Yeah. But they don't really. They become other kids. Like there's, they like reincarnate. So I wonder if they do that here. Mm-hmm. If Tommy and Billy, because Tommy and Billy don't know their brothers to like, like four or five issues into new Avengers. And they're like, Holy gee. Like, and then it's the, they figured out and then they go on the quest to find the Scarlet witch. And it's a great, it's great comics. Oh, okay. So uh, here, here we go. Uh, oh, okay. I... you got a spoiler. No, 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 no shows. So Malcolm in the middle, that 70s show, according to Jim, King of Queens, how I met your mother. Met your mother might be a good one. Yeah. But they're family though. They got a family. That's the whole thing is the family dynamic. That's uh, been, they need to, uh, which, which wasn't really a trope. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. That's not a yeah, that's not a family one. My wife and kids. I don't even uh, I didn't even remember that one. Yeah, the, uh, like it like said the the, the, what, family uh, the show? one of the one of the Waynes is uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Demon Wayne's show. I do remember. Arrested that. Development. It's like the same style though. As like yeah. it's a doc style. That the family show wasn't it it's it hasn't been trope for a little bit now, right? Well modern family everybody loves well, Raymond. modern family, but that's about it. Everybody loves Raymond, maybe. Oh. Maybe. They could bring what's your face back to be the mo- the mother across the street, but not you know not the mother, but the same type of character. Well, uh, my name is Earl. Yeah, these are all the early two thousand yeah, sitcoms. There's, eh, I mean, you know, it doesn't. I'm trying to do it like two and a half men. That's not, yeah. That would yeah. be funny. It just but, it doesn't quite have the same. <laughs> doesn't quite have the same punch. Like it's got to be that family. Because you know what it. Because you know what it was. Do you know what modern family early, works? You know what early two thousands. You got Family Guy hit, and The Simpsons was like, <clears throat> there was there was a block where it was like mm-hmm. the animated stuff was real big again. <clears throat> so well, Malcolm in the Middle is very much like Family Guy. Like their their joke, their humor structure was very similar with like the bizarre cutaways and stuff like that. Yeah, remember that time that such and such, and they'll do that the whip pan, yes. which they did that in this week's episode. So I'm trying to think what was next. Like Modern Family works perfectly in that, but I can't think of anything else. No, you know? but then again, <clears throat> the next episode might not be in the bubble again. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Who? I mean, like, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. I think when the show is done, I'm going to give it another watch to see what did I miss. You right. know, could we pick up on anything? Right. Yeah, it's a great show, man. It's like I like I like that it keeps us guessing, and we're not reacting. Like we're we're very proactive with this show. So yeah. like we think about what we're what else. Like what is in the gutter? Like you talk about comics, comic stories being told within the gutters. Like we're thinking about what is in the gutters on this show. And that's very unique. Like there's not, there's not many TV shows that can do that. Mm. I love it. So I'm still convinced that somebody else, like when, when she started talking to Pietro at towards the end and he, she, he says like, you know, I'm your bro, tell me. And she can't remember how all this started. And all she remembered was darkness. Like, 
Mm-hmm. She's she, not dead though, so no, she's being manipulated though. Like she's yeah. someone's pulling, someone's pulling her strings. So, so, so she she's don't know who, right? But she, but she's 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 wired up somewhere, or or she, no. she or hypnotized. Some somebody's in her head. <clears throat> somebody's know? in her head. That's for right. sure. She's not like wired up. She's doing all this stuff. No, I think I mean, it's it's funny because I do think everyone who who goes down the wired up, the Matrix type style type thing. Yeah, like. They're the people that still want everything to be based in science. And it's like, they gave us yeah, Dr. This Strange. Is, and this is right. magic, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we, is what, magic? We, we're still talking like nightmares. Nightmare is still a candidate. Right? Uh-huh. We're, we're bouncing between Nightmare and Mephisto. Like, yeah. Someone did it, a... Because who else is going to be able to control her? I right? just saw... I just saw... I, oh, God, I forgot to... I was going to include it. I forgot. I just saw a rendering someone did on what a live-action Mephisto... Like, it was an actual Marvel artist, and I can't remember who it was did a rendering of what a live action Mephisto might look like. And it was kind of cool and creepy. So it's you like, you can't bring that up and not bring it to the table. I'm sorry. I forgot it. I will find sorry. the picture and I will put it on our social media. Uh, when she on Twitter? I think I saw it on Facebook mm-hmm. and it was an article and I can't remember if it was like comicbook.com or something that had it. I got to um, look. Now I got to look. Uh, so, so yeah, man, this is, and we're going to, it's hour long next week, boys. So, yeah, I think I, I think we. Were, I see we're, a comicbook.com thing where they're trying to say that Pietro, the guy like Pietro, is actually Mephisto. Well, there's a rendering. It's not bad. I think yeah. I know. I think that's who you're talking about, Dave. Okay. Someone's like, is Evan Peters as Mephisto? That's possible, by the way. Well, Mephisto is Mephisto a multiversal entity? Is he like? Is he yes. like? Yeah. So like he, there's one of him for the multiverse, right? Yes, there is one devil. Like, well, no, okay. Here's the thing. Marvel's very complicated with the devil. Like, there are multiple versions of like, like every level of hell has its own devil. And no oh, right. There's like Hella and him and like other. And you also yeah. have Biel. There's a Beelzebub. The Master Pandemonium was one. Satan, like the son of Satan, like Mephisto was not his father. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh-huh. there's lots of different. Are you, what are you doing, Dave? Nothing. Okay, keep you just, going. Oh, you, you're gonna play. A, you're gonna play a song for us? No, no, no. Just go. Just keep going. Oh, Come you on. just threw me. You just pulled out a guitar, and I'm like, "What are we doing? What are, what are we doing?" I'm this sorry. is not in this the is, notes, Dave. Is, is, I know it's not in the notes. I don't know what to do. I can't yeah. figure. It. I just picked up my guitar. That's all. Just, I can't. I can't function now. But but given broke the rhythm. But given given that there's still see the one, Matrix. there's still only one Mephisto for Earth six one six, Earth six one seven, Earth six one eight, right? Like in there's DC, in DC, Mephisto. there's only what there's only one Lucifer, right? Yes. Right, right, right. So yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the same concept. All right, so then he would like if that were him, then you know he could yeah. he could have messed up and and yeah. wore Pietro's face from a different universe. It's accident. entirely possible, or did it just a month, or he's just doing it to do it? It's and quite frankly, I've really warmed up to the idea of Evan Peters sticking around, looking like her brother, and mm. being the devil. Like I kind of like that idea. The more I think about it, you know, well, so you're the like, devil. So like Kevin Smith's like it's gonna be kind of cheap if they just bring the devil out of nowhere. Like it's like I know though the fans are excited about it, but it's really not the show they're setting up. And part of me went like, yeah, kind of, you know, because there's not a lot of religious allegories in it. You know, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I, I I heard his argument and I went, yeah, okay, I, I see it. I see where you're coming from. But like, a lot of I, the stories I've read with Mephisto, there aren't a lot of 
Yeah, they don't don't rely on right. They don't rely on religion in Marvel so much as as DC does when they that's true into Vertigo stuff. That's very very true. Even well, even DC's uh, main main rock main roster mainline stuff can be a little bit more that like yeah, your Zariels and and whatnot and stuff can be a little bit more like that more so than Marvel. So yeah, you're not you're not wrong because they've always played Mephisto more as. A, an entity who looks a lot like the bull, more right. so than right than actually being the devil. I mean, let's let's. He's not the one below all. There's not a bunch of religious imagery in in one more day, so it's just like there's none. They said yeah. there is a bunch of it in Loki. Hmm. Well, maybe Mephisto plays a role in that. That's 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 another rumor that's floating around. Is that this show introduces Mephisto, and Loki plays more of a role in it? Like it plays more of a role in Loki because there there is some in some of the clips they've seen and some of the stills. There is some religious imagery floating around in mm. it. So, I mean, like it's far be it for Marvel to set the table and then you know throw a curveball, not, not deliver exactly right. So, I mean, like there's there's a lot going on here, man. Oh, there's hey, a lot going on. The guy who was dressed was it? Not it wasn't Herb. It was Herb. Was, no, Herb. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dressed the Frank, as Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. So, so he still knows exactly what's going on. Like, I don't know con- what's going on. There's he's, a guitar. I know. He's not controlled at all, though. He's not. <laughs> he's. He looks. We don't look, know Herb's deal. Yeah, like he's he. Do you, do you think he's a plant from the the what's his I, face? Who's like he's he's really starting to piss me off. That guy. Herb and Agatha are on the same team. Are you sure about? that remember they were talking to each other and they like yeah and they like this is totally throwing me off it's not <laughs> it's it, it, it anyway did not work but direct to tight that I, I thought he might be a plant with tyler hayward hayward and hayward's Possible. turning out to be just he's a bad guy they want vision for the weapon like scarlet mm-hmm. like it's clear it's, what's happened is clear is scarlet which took him because they were going to make him a weapon. Oh, I think yeah. I think the bad guy. We're not going to see it. Well, I th- we're seeing it, but it's not going to be like what people are expecting, right? Like they're expecting Mephisto to show up and say, "Yeah, he just was whatever." I think, yeah, he, what he's in the other guy. I, Hayward. I just went by. Hayward. Yeah, Hayward is is so involved with this. In fact, they said if you look at the files that she's looked that Marcy's looking through, Darcy. Darcy. Why do mm-hmm. I keep calling her Marcy? I don't know. I don't know. Um, She'd call herself Marcy. So, um, that like there are there's like one of the names in there is related to the Weapon X program. That's possible. So from the comics, yes. And it was just like okay, so that's one of the Easter eggs in that episode. And it's just like hmm, like obviously he's interested in living weapons. So I think this was all set up. I think this was all set up so she would bring Vision back from the dead so they could use him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And it just took a life of its own they weren't expecting. There's some hmm, there's, there's really something some... else going on with him though. Like I mean, yeah, yeah, you might be onto some I'm not sure. It's just but there's something we haven't been privy to yet that's going on with him. Oh yeah. Like he's got some agenda we haven't quite seen yet. Because cause he was yeah, like so... when 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 uh, Vision was coming out, he didn't seem surprised at all. And Oh, and, he didn't. Yeah, and, and he yeah. said he said, Oh, he, he must really want to help those people. It's like Okay, so you know, and, and that would play into what you were saying about was it the witch, you know, playing into vision? Like you're going to help us, right? Yeah. So I think she's, I think she's totally playing them. I think they're all in the same. I don't know if I don't know. Sums up with with Hayward. I don't because I don't see Agatha Harkness working with Hayward, right? Unless like she's on her own. 
I'm like, there's something, there's a lot of, man, there's a ton of theories floating around. Like this one on CBR says he's the, he's Marvel's new William Stryker. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that ties into the Weapon X stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Stryker was only, that was only, that was an X, that was an X-Men universe thing. In the comics, right. William Stryker is just a minister. Like he's a, an evil minister. So mm-hmm. there's, yeah. but that could be, but it's easy to wreck, but it's easy to make it that dude, you know? I don't know, man. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I keep saying that. Like, it's just, there's so much we don't know with three episodes to go. I'm really impressed they've kept so much off the table, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Tom Holland isn't on the crew, so. Oh, well, we got a story <laughs> about him. It's coming up, too. So, on yeah. that note, I think, I think, I think we broke enough a WandaVision. Yeah, we definitely broke a record this week. So, yeah. so we're going to take a short little musical interlude. What is happening? Our first commercial break. <laughs> I will be right back. Don't make me break out the ABBA. <laughs> oh, do it. Anyway. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> we are back. I broke JD's brain with pulling a guitar out. <laughs> kind of broke me too, but... Mm. So now... To bring him back to reality, we'll do a little social media madness. Oh, Slim Shady, back to reality, back, back to um, reality. So, so the first, back first thing I have to bring up, the first thing I have to bring up, guys, this is, this is something that's disturbing me greatly, and, and we have to, we have to discuss it. Okay. It's going to be something ludicrous, isn't it? We're, 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 we've been discussing WandaVision in great lengths, and yeah. are we being ableist? According what? to Teak Lore on Twitter. Oh, oh, oh it's nope. media madness. No wonder. It, okay. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah. Canceled it. It's ableist to mention Vision. I have a character named Vision when there's those when there's that are blind. It's a hate fest. <laughs> so, I, guys, are we being ableist by talking about a character named Vision when there's blind people in the world? I think we're being ableist by talking about this guy's post. It's a joke. <laughs> Uh, that's, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, it's not. I replied with a gift, like just a joke, right? And they never replied after that. So this dude yeah. follow us? But imagine, I, I, or maybe they followed the Wandavision tag. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, no, they follow us. Okay, so whatever. I I'm a little. Off. I don't. It's, it's called humor, guys. Come on. Uh, Mm. Is that is, is that what that tastes like? I don't understand. Like... <laughs> all right, all right. Let's. Uh, all right, fine. We'll move on. I thought it was funny. I don't know. It struck my funny bone. That's why I brought it up. Okay. Of course, we talked about Keanu Reeves being offered the role of Craven. It has been reported that he has turned it down. Good, because good. Thank not God. Right for that it. was official. Yeah. I didn't bring that article in. But go it, go um... back to making John Wick, man. You'll have all of my money. I just you know, um, Craven was just. You don't want to. He he. he you just don't want to hang your hat on on a character who's so. main defining. Well, you know, well character. it's one of the things we talked about. Like, do we even need a Craven movie? No, we do um, not. The yeah. something something cast said, "Do we need a Craven movie? Yes, but only one because it's not fearful symmetry. It's not worth it doing." Yeah, but you need to set them up. Like, you know, in order for fear, in order for fearful symmetry, Craven's last second. You want to call it, but if you got to make that work, you have to like. Set him up. Spider-Man yes. would work better as a TV show. Like, that's what I want them to announce. I want a Spider-Man TV show on Disney+. Plus. Let's make that happen. Will Sony allow that? Probably not. Yeah. Well, so. at, at this rate, the mouse will buy Sony soon, so... <laughs> um, in regards to do we need a Craven movie, uh, the Doomsday podcast said, yes. Next question. No. Oh. Hmm. Good talk. Uh, 
Exactly. I didn't realize there were so many people who won it. Stone Rhino Nano said, I really think he would fit more as Chameleon and having someone like Momoa play Craven. Like, and I get that. Like, a Momoa big guy as to- Craven is not bad. Yes. Wasting Keanu Reeves on freaking the Chameleon is terrible. <laughs> the Chameleon. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the guy, the butcher from The Boys? He'd make a good Craven. Carl Urban? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Am I Shell Creator? I, I I can't, I have no idea what your name is. Part of uh, my favorite thing of this show is watching Dave <laughs> trying to decipher people's Twitter tags. I, <laughs> um, so much work into it. Too, I know. I'd <laughs> be like, if it would be up, like this dude says. Insulting offer, in my opinion. It's A-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C-R- E I T E R. I I, I just O U S E. So so apparently you know Keanu should have turned it down because it's an insulting offer. I I, I don't get that. I don't know. Money isn't money is not this. Uh, I'm sure they are willing to pay Keanu Reeves quite a bit of money. Yes. So yeah. That's far from um, insulting. And uh, Geek to Me Radio said A Michael ha- Crater. That's the guy's name. Oh, A Michael Crater. That makes sense now. Um, <laughs> he wasn't my first choice. But I can see him in the role. As far as the character of Craven, I would love to see him pop up in a live action MCU film. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, you gotta set him up first. You can't mm-hmm. just do Craven's last hunt because it doesn't make, make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. And then we had uh, a while ago we talked about the rumor Chris Evans was returning as Captain America. And uh Paul E over on Twitter said, I heard he has prostate issues nowadays. Time travel might have accelerated them. I thought this was a Tim Jones joke. I, really did. I know, I know. I don't have a good Tim Jones joke this week, so I, I had to really pull one. <laughs> I had to double check that one. I'm like, that's not Tim. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. We don't we don't have one for you this week. Sour grapes, everyone. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, available in uh, great comic newspapers across the country. And then the last one surprised me. Jason Burgos. He's at Cheap Seats Chat on over on on the Twitters. Of course, we talked about the possibility of a Wakanda TV series brought to us by Ryan Coogler. And he said, I'm actually meh about it. It's like the Batman-less Gotham show. Does it do it for me? I mean, I get his point, but... I can't argue. Like, he's not wrong. Like, they have a lot... They have We talked about this last time, too. They have an uphill battle without without Chadwick Boseman. I mean, there's interesting characters there. I trust Coogler, but it's definitely a risk. I can't argue with him. Yeah. I mean, I can see the I can see a TV show being an opportunity to highlight another character to bring them to the forefront and make them more of the hero of Wakanda to kind of replace Black Panther. But that's just you know, yeah, yeah, that's just my thought, you know. And that is it for social media madness this week. This guys, I kept it short because I knew we would go long on Wanda again. Oh, thank God, because I was I'm 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 almost out of Woodford Reserve here. So. <laughs> If you would like to be part of Social Media Madness and follow us on Twitter and all that good stuff, here's our good friend D-Squared to tell you how. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. 
Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thank you for that, Don. Don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. Yes, and I think he's got a couple of reviews coming up on the website too. So, all right. On that note, I know we just did one. No musical interlude this time because I don't want to break JD anymore. Uh, We're going to take our next commercial break and we'll be right back. I can't handle it. I can't. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, boys and girls, we are back. And this first article, I'm going to let JD take the reins. Oh, cool. I love the reins. So, Today, Rich Johnston, the bleeding cool rumor monger, his site, mm-hmm. he's, this is what Rich does. Sometimes he's right. Oftentimes he, not really, but he's just, <laughs> he's, he definitely has his sources. So I don't, I don't want to poop on Rich too much because he does, he does right. come out with it. Like, so today he kind of said that there is scuttlebutt in the, in the Warner Media office that they are maybe looking to not shutter DC, but not take on the financial burden of making comics themselves. And in this article, Rich says that they were offers were made by Marvel and I believe IDW, but they weren't willing to pay. And I guess they approached random house was willing, but didn't, it didn't quite work out with penguin random house. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying that a, uh, a consortium of very rich people are offering to have the publishing rights to the characters. It would still be an IP farm for Marvel or for excuse me, for Warner. It would still they'd still be under the Warner banner, but you know, right. they would not they would not operate DC comics on their own. If they start so, to fragment and sell like if no, they do what Marvel wholesale. did. No, it would be yeah, okay, cuz 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 hopefully they've learned the lesson from what Marvel had to do back in the much, day. Well, there's two well, here's the thing. I have I have lots of thoughts on this. The first time I read this, I thought, okay, now this uh, Rich to be honest, he says that DC right now is making money. They've they've shuttered a lot of expenses and they're going a lot more digital first. They're not printing a lot. And as of right now, DC is making money, but it all kind of hinges on what Infinite Frontier is going to be. Yeah. They laid laid off all those people too. They did lay off a ton of people, but they've cut their costs and you know, they're not printing as much. So they're there's thought right now that that DC Comics is is the least of Time Warner's or Time Warner, how old am I? Warner Media's concern. Which is only their fault, really. Uh, it, yeah, could have they, been, it could have been a huge concern. They, so, well, they blamed Diane Nelson's move, like moving the moving the, the company from New York to L.A. They said this was what really spiraled DC spending out of control. And while it allowed them to be part of the easier part of the Marvel, uh, the, I keep saying Marvel, easier part of the Warner like universe, like they were able to do stuff with them easier because they were you know all in the same building. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like man, it costs a lot to do all that. 
it's way more expensive over there too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. They said they had expensive property in New York and traded for very expensive property in Southern California. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great line. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. What do you think about this? I have thoughts. Well, here, here here's the thing. So the uh, Geek World All Stars were talking about this in our chat, and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, this could be interesting, and they were like, oh, well, you know, what about cross gen and Valiant and Malibu, and it's just like. Yeah, but that's different. different. There were new companies with mm-hmm. new properties they were trying to launch. It wasn't like this is Malibu's still around. Anyway, Malibu's part of Marvel. Right yes. Bottom. Yes. This is you, it's still the DC, it's still Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. You know, it's not like new characters. It's characters that have been around for a really long time and and they're like, "Oh yeah, but it's fans running it." It's like, "Okay, what's to say a fan doesn't have a good idea for a story or knows how to hire the people, the right people to write the right stories that fans want. Like, I think this is a great idea. I honestly do. I think, I think it's going to help the company, but. Well, it's, it's rumor right now. Yeah. Here's my thought too, is like, if they're going to do this, it's going to have to be somebody that Jim Lee trusts. Yes. Right. Cause you don't want to put your, your property, your, these valuable billion dollar properties in the hands of, you know, idiots, quite frankly. And that's, that's possible. So, I mean, like, Part of me is like, I wonder if like a Jim Shooter came out of nowhere to like spearhead this thing, which is what you, I don't want to not saying Jim Shooter specifically, but we're I, idiots. Make, don't give it know, to us. Give it to me. I don't want to No, But I mean, like, I don't know if this is reality because like, I think it's a big, it's a giant risk because like a buddy of mine, my buddy, Jeremy Feinstone, who uh, we were talking about last week, I was, we were, he got caught in the crossfire of our tweets last week. He was like, you know, what happens if they get into a Frank Miller, Holy Terror situation? You know, without those layers and layers of corporate influence that Warner provides, they publish something like, remember when Batman peed himself and people lost their mind? <laughs> or like when, what was the other bat? Oh, the Batman dick thing that, that people freaked out about? Yeah. Like with less, with less edit, like, so I think worse. I think how you handle that, because you said Warner still owns the characters. This is licensing them out for the comics mm-hmm. is how they're handling it. Well, when you license a character out, you can have a set of rules. You would have to. And that's what I said. Attached to the character. And it's like, you can have on there, Pat, Batman can't pee himself. Like, and that's the thing is, you'd have to have editors. So that's the thing is, you'd have to have editors anyway. Like, you would have to have a comics infrastructure in place. Like, you need all those same people, right? And I don't mm-hmm. know how much sense, I don't know how much sense it really makes. Because, I mean, like, the, the people that are working on these comics now are fans. Like, you don't get into comics business if you don't love comics jim lee loves comics yeah you know i i think this is a lot of talk jimmy palmiotti i thought it was all bs jimmy palmiotti went on twitter today and says i've heard these rumors there's a lot hmm. of talk to this so yeah. i do think that a bunch of rich people approached warner and said why don't we why don't we have it but i don't know if it's gonna happen if now if infinite frontier fails maybe something happens maybe not yeah. with these guys but maybe Maybe we see something because I could totally see Warner being like, why do we bother with these comics? They don't make us like the actual publishing doesn't really do anything for us, whereas they could actually make money off people licensing the characters. Yeah. But again, I think I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like eventually if the but if the books die, then I think other things can die as well. They won't die. No, they won't die. They're outside their IP farms. There's too there's too much value in the intellectual property and you have to keep that stuff to keep, you know, you have to print comics to keep these, to keep these uh, copyrights going. Like you need them. They but, need well, to not just the copyrights, comics. not um, just the copyrights. So they need, they need, they need these things to, they, they need these, they need the comics in order to keep the movies and all the rest 
right? I don't think I, with, with, without the comics to without the comics, the drug, you're not going to get the big buys later into the movies and stuff. No, not necessarily, because most people discover these characters through ancillary properties that are I not think, comics. I think the idea of going to all prestige format also works too. Like instead of trying to keep doing monthly books, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, like where you're going to have more so the issues by digital as opposed to you know not to not to derail the conversation. That's what we do, John. Hmm. To me, your video is frozen. John did freeze for a second. Oh, oh John! John's video is definitely frozen. I'm frozen. You are yes. frozen. Do your I have audio a goofy look? Up? Do I have a goofy look on my face? No. You let it go. Uh, let it go. <laughs> oh, not that kind of person. Yeah, your video ain't moving though. Why don't you leave? Why don't you leave and come back? Why don't you leave? <laughs> I'd come back. Why don't I leave? I will. Please come back, John. Yeah, I'll Please. be back. It's it's go go on. I'll be back. Goodbye, cruel world. We'll talk about we'll him while he's gone. We'll take. keep this up. No, I don't understand. Like, I, I think it's really risky to put your your to put Batman and Superman in the hands of people that you don't control. So you have there's got to be a lot of layers to these things. Like if like if Jim Lee still had Wildstorm, and you could just say, okay, Jim, you and your Wildstorm guys are now in charge of all this stuff. It's really just DC Comics, you know? Okay, this is getting weird. Yeah, now we're gonna have two John O'Grady's. I didn't expect that. <laughs> no, well, hey, hey, two's better than one, right? It's gonna make it's gonna make editing the video this week really interesting. <laughs> do you see? Do you see yourself twice? No. Wow. I mean, I, I see another me, but I don't see my. I don't oh see yeah. The there, ah, we there we go. Now, now JD's on the top. That. There can be only one. <laughs> I like him. I like it on top. Um, now, now, <laughs> oh, that was not what I meant. Now, now JD's my right hand man. Sorry, John. Sorry, you've been demoted. That's cool. All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> that sound effect was perfect, man. Perfect. It works that's for audio podcast. What sound effect? No, we heard that. We're the, no, let's sing. Because it was right there. When, it sounded yep. great. It sounded great. Uh, Anyways, so. I don't know, man. I think I think we need to see where this goes. There might be smoke to this fire. It might just be one of those, you know, talk happens in, in offices. Yes. Uh, I, no. I, I am really sad to see it get to this point, though. I mean, yeah, I, I I know it's like they can't they the 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 format that comics have had for the last what eighty years is not something that is really sustainable. Like if they want to keep things like continuity and stuff, but it's still sad to see it pass. You know, and and the, well, again, the digital age, you know, claims another victim. No, it's yeah. not a victim. It's it's. It's just a reshuffling of like how you do things and yeah. businesses change by, we have to abandon what worked in the 20th century. Cause it's not the right. 20th yeah, century. I, I know. I, I know it has to change. It's just, it's still kind of like, you know, uh, just, just, a, this is something that happens to old people. All right. You know, like, we we, we become it. maudlin and, and, you know, yeah. just. No, like, I think we need to try something different because what's, what was big then is not working. TV is figuring, we talked about it last week with the streaming stuff, TV right now, they're, everyone's buying in hopes of being relevant in a decade, right? Five years to a decade. Yes. Publishing has to change and publishing is slow to change. Like the, the, the big publishers are, are struggling. The independents, guys like me, are starting to do better because we need to cast, again, like we talked about, casting smaller nets. Comics is working on an independent level, but is it working where these big corporations need it to? And they haven't figured out how to really do it. Yet. Maybe it doesn't work as a big conglomerate 
operation now, right? But I mean, but they have to. They have to figure it out because these properties have too much value, right? So it's they have their financial interests <sighs> tied up. Like, look, we, we just spent 45 minutes talking about WandaVision. Right. Mar- Marvel's figured it out, of course. I mean, you know. But they also have, but that's the thing too, is you have a proactive company like Disney behind you. Yeah. Like Disney, Disney is much better at playing these things off. And Disney did that yeah. a decade ago. Disney spent a lot of money a decade ago. I think and it's all, all worked. We all agree. Warner Brothers doesn't know what to do with DC and they never have. And, and in and fact, speaking of tighters made it worse. Yeah. You know? and, and speaking of things that are sad and don't work from DC, we got our final trailer for the Snyder Cut. Oh How many trailers God. are we going to watch? I feel like I've seen like 20. Like, oh, this trailer for the Snyder Cut's up. Like, haven't I seen three of them already? Well, this is why you've got four hours of movie. But now. I think I think <laughs> we got like... our final. We get to see our final versions of Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Dark and, 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 and him, the the Joker. The, you know what? The, oh, my God. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> uh... So, okay. So first off, like there have been pictures and there have been rumors. I don't think you've, I don't think you saw them in the costume in the, in this uh, stuff they initially released, but okay. Definitely the black costume. Oh yeah. It confirmed a hundred percent. And it looks like they recreate the scene for man of steel when he goes to fly. So are they going now more with the comic story of Superman coming back where he was in the fortress of solitude and a regeneration thing and, and came back to life as opposed to, the Justice League bringing him back to life. I think yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. I don't know. I think it's going to be something close to that because they did want to do the black suit. They are paying homage to the Return of Superman story. <laughs> I do think it'll be something a little closer to that. Details are sketchy. Can, yeah. can I just say, though, watching that trailer makes me feel less likely that I'm going to like anything about it. Me too. It, it reads like one man's ego trip. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't it doesn't. Wait, it's no, not ben giving is, you stuff. It's, ben just didn't it, do this. I know. If but it, it it feels like like you watch a trailer for like Avengers and it's like look at all the cool things that we're gonna give you. You watch this trailer and it's like look how cool I am and how yeah. how edgy I am. It does. No, that's like it. That. It's the edgy thing. It's just yeah. Like, it's so it's very self indulgent, right? Yeah. Like it is. Yeah, it, it. It's got this the music and everything like, he cuts and i've said this about zach snyder a hundred times he cuts a hell of a trailer like i know a bunch of people there are people excited for this movie there are people that really like zach snyder's take on this stuff it's not us and i don't i mean it's good for hbo i get why they're doing this they need to sell subscriptions this was i think they thought this was going to be easier than it turned out to be because you notice mm-hmm. they're like this is pretty much it this is zach snyder's swan song in yeah. the dc universe so they don't want anything with him going further, but they had this and they needed a hook. And I get it all makes sense. That I being think, said, that being said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just nothing. I mean, like, it's like, it's the same movie. Like, yes, it's different stuff, but it's still the same movie. I mean, and obviously we're getting a stretched out version of that dream sequence of the future. that or... I didn't like to begin with. Like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, at, like... least, at least Joss Whedon put a little, so, I mean, okay. Give it. Given all the crap that's going on with Joss Whedon, right Joss now, Whedon had a bad crap. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. But but even given that, at least he and and as bad as bad as the integration of his idea and Zack Snyder's was, <laughs> he still gave it just a bit more humanity. Well, like, it's we're making judgments based on the movie we haven't seen yet. Uh, but I agree. Uh, I, I just on what I'm seeing, I don't think you're wrong. 
Yeah. I don't think that's wrong, but it's hard to make that judgment yet because we haven't seen the movie. I feel like it's going to be preachy and these guys are, you know, the, these heroes are going to be acting like, the, you know, other humans don't exist. They're like, so, just, they're on this. So I tweet basically in Olympus looking well, down on everybody. But that's also Grant Morrison's take on it, too. And that's kind of what the DC universe is, is the well, gods what, among men. But right. but at the same time, like, I agree with you. Like, when you lose that human touch of it, you lose and Zack Snyder's not interested in like the humanity of superheroes. He just no. isn't. He's, and he's looking for his his moments in time, right? He is for he that is. cool that cool Moment. scene. He wants moments. He's all about creating moments. You know, mm. he's a, he's a television commercial director. You know, yeah. this is what he is. I wrote. Yeah. I tweeted this out yesterday. I said, if every if every com- main, if mainstream comics become the boys, what function does the boys have? Yeah. Right. And I think this happens a lot. It's the same with Watchmen. If everything is Watchmen, then what is Watchmen real? Then what is the purpose of Watchmen? And this is, you know, Alan Moore is right, is we need less of this. And Marvel doesn't do this. And there's people that don't like that Marvel is like fun. Like they want these superheroes to be like more serious. And I don't, I'm not opposed to a serious story because then like that, the adventure stuff the, is pretty serious. But that's the thing. Marvel is serious when it counts. Yeah. And they, but then it fun. still shows you that these are human beings, not just right. like superheroes. Yeah, I agree. Right. And, I, I don't and it think... makes you more invested. Yes. And that's what's so funny is like, we got that from the first Wonder Woman movie. Yes. You know, they hit the tone perfectly. And the, and the thing is like, when you, when you have the lighter tone for the majority of what you're doing, when the end of Infinity War comes, it hits you like a gut punch because you weren't, being drugged down through the whole thing you get right. to the end and it's like okay half of the world's gone now half the universe is gone and it's like boom that hurts because it's Here's an emotional impact writer talk writer talk here that comes from characters from being invested in a character right and when you have and the part of being a character that's important is that you have to feel for them they have to be relatable they have to be someone you can feel them right and oftentimes when because Zack snyder's almost like wanting to create this stuff almost like the Arnold superheroes of the eighties. Like we like mm-hmm. that because we like those things, not because they're star vehicles, right. For Arnold Schwarzenegger right. to, to portray this larger than life persona. Like I forget his names in, in commando and raw deal and like predator. They don't matter. It's Arnold, right. And right. it's not about character. It's about creating moments. And that worked. Marvel went the opposite route and got us invested in these characters and the lighter moments help build characters. Yeah. And when you build characters, you get investment. And that's a different, yeah. that's a different method of storytelling. But when you're dealing with superheroes, I, I am of the mind that you need these character moments because without them, they don't matter. Right. And everything that everything is just a bunch of stuff that happens. Like busting out dark side in the first justice league movie is a bad idea. You know, I didn't love using Steppenwolf the first time around, but I got like, well, at least they didn't give us Darkseid. Mm. And now they're like, here's Darkseid. Here's Granny Goodness who looks like Elizabeth Warren. Here's, you know, she did. You know, I assume that was Glorious Godfrey behind him. Like, here's Steppenwolf with all his needles. Like, it's yeah. just, it's <laughs> just checking boxes. That's what I feel like. I'm like, oh, here's Flash and Iris. Check. Here's Flash with his dad in prison. Check. Here's right. Alfred with Superman. Check. Yeah. You know, here's the nothing, Joker. No, nothing, here's the Joker. Oh Check. God. And it's nothing like I feel, I don't feel connected to Leader's any of Joker it. Too. And again, yeah. it's hard to say because we haven't seen the movie yet, but we have seen the movie. So we, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's easier to pass judgment on this thing I haven't seen because, well, yeah. Yeah, and then, it's, okay. it's, it's pretty it's pretty easy to go through the movie that we've seen and and we know which parts Joss Whedon wrote. I mean, it's pretty yeah. obvious the because he, he, yeah, his dialogue is yeah. his dialogue is very very it's unmistakable. You know, 
It's yeah. um, you you know just and, when speak music. So and, so we like you said we've already we've already seen it and we we know what it's we we know like if if you just take out Joss Whedon's part and add more of what's left, it was you know it's that it's that it it it's all perfect. It's all in so, one scene. The scene of the the flood and Superman sitting there looking down at the people on the roof. That's yes. all it is. That that's the whole movie right there. So like and that's another I want to get at too is the hype they tried to build around a trailer like they would tweet they would tweet a little tease and it's like in three days and another little tease in two days and i'm like no one cares that much at this point but then like no, there's people that do and then i see like all these people making a big deal about the return of the joker and i'm like first really? off leto's joker i said to say first off it's leto's joker that no one really liked second He's only in that one scene. You know that's it. The whole entire movie, that's it. He's in that one stupid scene to deliver, you know, he's going to be, he's going to have some kind of short conversation with Batman that ties the, you know, the morality of what's going on together, if it's written well anyway. And then that's it. And then it might not even be, it might not even really be Joker because it's a dream. And that's another thing. It's like, wait, you gave us Joker, but you took away all his tattoos that you gave him. Well, I guess he did. He looks do. identical to Heath Ledger's Joker now. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, He's now you're same, trying to copy Heath, Le- Heath it's Ledger. It's the same. It's the at least he it looks like Heath Ledger's. He looks like Heath Ledger, Ledger's Joker after a bad day. I mean, like, but I mean, it, like it's it's the same. It's the sloppy face. It's the sloppy lips. It's the dark eyes. Well, that the long... that was the that was the the was it the the candy that uh, was shoved into his face by Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like at least the the Suicide Squad. Ledger Joe or sorry, Leto Joker had a look like I didn't care right. for it. I didn't care for it, but I got what they were doing. They were creating something They're, different, right? And now it's like, oh, the people liked Ledger better. Let's make them look like Ledger. Yeah, and it's yeah. like eh, triangulation. Ugh. I mean, that, but again, it's like Joker. Check got yeah, the Joker check. in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I feel like this is very hollow. Yeah, are we are we gonna watch this live? Because oh, it, it will be hysterical. To. It it's going to be it's going to be a riff track. It's literally oh, going to be a riff track. Yeah, I, I have to figure out how to do it. But yeah, it's going to happen. All right. Yeah, I think that's enough on this. Okay, moving on. We talked Please. about we talked about Warner Brothers, HBO Max needing this. The other article that JD brought to us this week. I don't know if you're allowed to. I don't know if. John, John you might have to. John, you have to mute for the next five minutes because this is directly involving something you're close to. Could NBC Universal and Warner Media team up against Disney Plus? Did you read? I mean, like this, this got big when the wrestling circle, because this came out like days after they signed that big deal with WWE, where Comcast was really trying to get in with, with HBO Max to create. Like, right. And they, you, they you're, mentioned- you're, you're right. I can't comment on that. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they I, was, mentioned- I wasn't kidding. I, li- I literally they, can't. Yeah, they even was- mentioned how Comcast tried to buy Fox before out from under Disney. So it's like, this is believable that they're, you know, because they know they don't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like they know, they know this is why they spend all that money with WWE. This is why, because Peacock knows and they know they don't have the goods to really compete. And Diz, they can't compete with Disney really. Like, and, and this goes back to like, I mean, we've talked about the streaming wars for so long that like, it's interesting that even the big guys are like, yeah, no, we can't do this on our own. We have to team up. And like, so is it going to be NBO, NBO Max? <laughs> so yeah, like they'll come up, they'll come up with something. But it's like, is this like, is this what is this what? Like, I this think it's worth it. it. I mean, 
when you're already the biggest, one of the biggest media companies in the country, like, do you need a streaming service? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. This is where we're going. C- terrestrial cable is going to die. It, it is in the next 15 years where it's not going to be really a thing. Like we're going to stream not 15, a little bit longer, but yeah, it is like, God, I can't say anything. I know. I know, you know, <laughs> well, look, look, like, I mean, I'm, all I know is when I, when I worked a TV guide, Back in the early 2000s, they talked about the death of traditional TV back then. And I mean, some of the stuff that they talked about has come to pass. On demand changed a lot. Now the streaming services, Netflix and all has changed so much. But it's still like broadcast TV is still held on 21 years later after they said that it was going to die soon. Broadcast TV has advantages that cable really doesn't. Is that broadcast TV at the end of the day really doesn't cost you. It doesn't cost you any money. Right, you can install. You can. Install. Oh yeah, I know, but I meant, I meant just traditional TV in general. Period. No, I don't think traditional TV is going to. We're still going to consume TV. It's just going to be how, right? Like cable changed terrestrial TV. Like this is what the future. This is the present. These streaming services are the present. Like on demand, you know uh, what you want to watch when you want to watch it. But there's still value in live TV, right? Sports. You're never going to fight sports. Right, that's going to be no, no, thing, right. But know? I'm saying, like, but are we, we're going to eventually get to the point where, like, why have an NBC that live streams when you can just have an app and then the news can still be produced and sent out well, at six it, o'clock, it but you just go to the app and watch it. You it don't depends go on to it depends six. on who owns the content. That's the right. What what we're fighting over now is content. Where yes. the, the the transmission is is going to be, you know, it's already digital. It mm-hmm. just it's just going to be a matter of where where it lands. Right now, it's all going to be content, and who's the last person or the last number of companies standing with the most co- with the needed amount of content to be viable? I mean, there's also the, the other factor that people don't talk about when they're like, "Oh, it's going to die in five years." Is uh, what I like to call the old people factor, like the people that are just going to be like, "I just turned cable on and watch it. I don't do the apps and whatnot." And until they're mostly gone and died out, but they- look at new look at newspapers, man. Like that's the, that's the, that's what's happening is like those people are getting older. Like my no, generation is not happening, but I mean, I know people that are not much older than me that are still like very old school thinking. There are, but those, but they just look at, look at what's happening to newspapers. That's what I'm saying. That's the example yeah. you should use is publishing tends to be a bellwether for these things. Yeah. Like this is, we're in a, like John saying, we're in a content grab phase right now mm. because the streaming services are going to be how we're, digesting things like it's not going to replace terrestrial like like broadcast tv it could it's going to replace cable tv so my question is they team up for a an app like what does that mean down the road for hbo and i think that's why it didn't happen there's talking about it right now but i mean like does warner it's going to be very difficult for warner and comcast to play nice yeah blink once for yes blink twice for no I can't. I know. I was joking. I, I just, yeah, I know. It's just. Tell us off air. Um, I, I No, I can't even. I, geez, you know, like the, the Comcast has some pretty good lawyer ninjas too. I mean. Oh, yeah. I ain't messing with them. But that's the thing. It's worse. Like I can speculate. Like. Yes. It's tough, man. I get why they want to do it because they, they need to compete with Disney. They need to compete with Netflix. Netflix oh, is, yeah. is like they got in on this first. And they still have the bit. They still be like, "Oh, Netflix is the one's going to go away." They're the ones that have the most subscribers. Yeah. The fact, the fact that they were prescient enough to start streaming before anybody else and saw what was coming. 
and have been able to survive this long says a hell of a lot about their ability to adapt and to fight in this area. Now, they, I don't think they're going away. They killed. Let's let's be honest. Netflix killed one of the most powerful corporations of the 1990s. Yeah. Blockbuster Entertainment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah. Blockbuster was absolutely huge. They were behemoth. Yeah. And like they, but they wouldn't change with the times, man. Is they, and that's the thing is Blockbuster got big by just mowing everybody down and then they wouldn't, they well, didn't see the future. Well, well, in the end, in the end, they tried to start a streaming service, but the problem is, but again, right. And that's, that's what Netflix didn't do. Mm-hmm. Netflix sees these things coming. Whoever is in charge there, man, kudos to them because they're like, they can see it coming and, and then they execute. They Blockbuster was like, you know, yeah, they the Titanic. It's like, it's like Sears Roebuck. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. They com- Netflix completely changed their distribution service. They yeah, were a yep. mail order service. They were Columbia House. They were a rental Columbia House. Yep. And then they were smart enough to go, you know. Yeah. People they 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 saw they saw Napster and they're like, everybody's downloading music. They could do that with movies too. And they put all yeah, their fun, and- they put all their resources into creating that infrastructure that changed everything. Yep. Right, exactly. I mean, because that's the whole thing too. I think most companies were like, oh, it's a long way before everyone's on broadband to make this viable. And, you know, it started happening faster than people realized. Mm-hmm. So. And, and and just like a little behind the scenes here from, from a geek, right? Like my whole world is programming. Some of the stuff that they, that Netflix did in order to create that streaming service business and all that, they, some of their white papers are like required reading for system architects. I believe that. Like they have systems like, uh, I'm not going to explain what they are, but like they have systems called, Hist- they had a system called Hystrix and they did, uh, was it uh, Crash Monkey or something where they would have something that would just wander through their systems, breaking stuff. And they, they it was to test that yeah. their systems wouldn't go down. And I mean, like, it's just, it's amazing the job that they did. So yeah, they're not going anywhere. Like, <clears throat> we'll see. Disney will put an end to them. All right. Did they have double, they have more than double the subscribers right now that Disney does. Yeah. And Disney's doing great. Like Netflix is so far and ahead of everybody else. It's like it's a tortoise in the hare thing, but I think this hare is just a lot smarter. Yeah. You know? And they 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 might be able to last long enough where people will have to literally have to come back to them and say, We can't make our streaming service viable, but we can get we can get a revenue stream through you. Which you is know? what they used to do. Yeah, and like Netflix, but I th- and Netflix is like, okay, everyone's going to leave us. That's fine. We'll go heavy into our own stuff. And they did, and they did. their stuff is pretty good. It is. All right. Well, we talked about that stuff longer than I thought we would, so we're going to take our last commercial break. I'll be right back with the rest of the news. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're going um, long. Oh boy, are we going long? Hey, right. man, this is a Wandavision show now. We only yeah. have a couple more articles to go. I wanted to bring up. This is something that we've been we've been talking about since last year. So of course, a bunch of cons were canceled last year, and uh, WonderCon and Anaheim just announced that they will be going virtual this year. It'll be in March, and uh, they'll have a big virtual event, just like Comic Con at Home and DC Fandom. So. I don't uh, know. I don't know. If these things are going to last when everybody's got the vaccine. No, well, no, no, no. Where we are now. No, no. It's exactly that's that's the whole thing. It's a stopgap to where we are now. 
And they are no replacement for an actual con. I mean, you know how many of my friends are like, I can't wait to get to a con and and cosplay. I can't wait to see the people I haven't seen in a long time. But they may be, they may be an augmentation. I agree. An add on. Right. I think so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think we will see things like this. Like, cause you can't do everything in front of people, but like, like a D 23, that's not really a con. That's just Mm -hmm. like presentations. Yeah. Like E3 or well, like E3, that's stuff like that. Like, why you know why do this one it's so much cheaper to invest in a a sweet ass video presentation to get your words out you know like i think that this there's going to be stuff from this pandemic that sticks around the kids were were complaining they'll never get a snow day again (laughs) they were they were they all realized like we're never gonna get a snow day again and they were all disappointed yeah, and my like, nephew, my nephews were already just talking about that. You know, John, what was it like when when it snowed and you didn't have to go to school? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's true. But you know what? Teachers need a break every once in a while too. Yeah, so do we. Like that used to like you know our job used yeah. to be like we we now it's like even if I'm like really sick, it's like you know I try to call in sick, and my boss is like, "Well, did you?" fingers catch the floor? it's like, <laughs> it's like well n- no well you can still type right you can still do code reviews <laughs> i mean like, luckily at my last job was they didn't they frowned on us working from home because of the security yeah. so like i will say that like when i was sick i was sick i didn't work from home but but i, I that is nice when you can do it how many companies are going to like not have offices in the future you well know, yeah the they're, year- they're 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 <laughs> Like just realizing, you know, this forty-four million that we just spent last year on this office, and now everybody's working from home just fine. It's funny, I, 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 it, I, because again, I've been, I do it professionally. Like I was doing it before the pandemic. My it's, wife it's, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like there are definite advantages of being in an office that I, I, I can see. Like communication isn't as good when you work remotely and and all that kind of stuff. So true. There's a bit. And, of, I hate to and there's. Like, there are I, plenty I, of there are plenty of higher ups at these companies that are like biting their nails, going, "I can't wait till we get them back in the office and, and more productive." Well, micromanagers are really upset. They can't. Yeah, they that's can't, what I'm saying. They can't watch their people come in at at nine oh one and get them in trouble for it. So yeah, but there's a lot of companies that are finding that they're saving that they're going to save a lot of money by not having. Oh, I, 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 I definitely see. I definitely see mid-sized and small companies like going. You know what? Mm-hmm. Screw it. Why? Why rent that office space? Mm-hmm. Well, like um, I, this is something I can comment on. Like even Comcast is looking seriously at a lot more work from home. Like my my office is a data center, so it can't close. But there are other offices that are just all oh, they have houses. Well, that, I was going to say, like, they have offices all over the the country that they probably don't need to keep them all open. Like, like <clears throat> same thing with Verizon. Verizon is talking, my brother works for them, and they're talking about closing some of the offices, like going permanent for some. But then, like, where he works, they're like, no, we need you to come in eventually again. So, hmm. yeah, no, it's going to change the landscape of, of all that. And it's going to stick around. Like, that's the companies are weighing the the dollars and cents at this point to see, well, you know, are we losing money by not being open here and are we saving right. money and that kind of stuff. So. And you got to remember, like, again, Comcast just spent, I have no idea how many millions of dollars on a brand new building in Philadelphia, the tallest in Philadelphia, and they own the second tallest building in Philadelphia. So, you know, it's not like they can just like suddenly decide to sell those, <laughs> you know, especially when the <clears> new <throat> one was a technology center. So, you know, we are going to have office hours. It's just going to be different. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, but again, we were talking about WonderCon. So yeah, it'll be yeah, virtual Wonder this Con- year. 
Well, well hey, online. say, hey, well, we maybe we'll attend WonderCon this year, because since we normally don't go out to Anaheim, we can try to attend it virtually and, and uh, see what it's all about this year. So. TotalCon in Connecticut. Is are they charging place. for this WonderCon, I'm guessing, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. You know what? I don't remember seeing they that in the article. They have to charge something like access like this this is this is actually going yeah, to but, speed but things up the but it was home but it was free comic-con at home well, yeah because what do you what's there to advert i mean like i'm wondering like are you gonna what kind of access are you getting I, I still i'm wrapping my head around like what like, how do you make money on this for for like tech stuff which which like a company called it, there's a bunch of companies that do that that this with tech stuff and normally what they do is they charge you to be able to join up, join up on certain like classes or whatever, or in this case, it would be presentations, I guess. All and, right, then, so- and then later on, you can get them for free, but, but you, but you get first access. So the, you know, limited the announcement, number of seats. the announcement came via Twitter. There is no, no fee now yet. Because no. they have to make money somehow. Like there, yeah, there's no, there's nothing in the announcement about, about it. They said the, it's only going to be two days because of limited financial resources. It's March 26th and 27th. And yeah, so I guess I'll have to, we'll check out the website later to see if there's a cost. But I don't know. Like, that's a good mm. question. Because like, how do you, like, the celebrities usually get paid to do these. The Yeah, but you, we don't even get access to the celebrities nowadays, right? I mean, like, I've seen well, a few of them try to do something online, but... We like, did send your stuff in and get it, get it signed. But For Comic-Con at Home, we were part of a panel... But we had to submit our questions beforehand, yeah. and they never got to our question that we submitted. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's why I never talked about it because <laughs> we didn't get our question asked. But yeah, so I don't know if Wonder, but WonderCon is only two days, so I don't know if they'll do that. Um, well, how many times can you ask which would who would win, Bruce Banner or the Hulk? I mean, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, let's go on. Tom Holland, because it's getting wow. We're going to go on two hours now. Anyway, uh, it's I, to me, it's confirmed that Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire are going to be in Spider-Man 3. Because uh, he denies because, it. <laughs> because Tom Holland has come out and denied that they're going to be in the movie. And we all know, A, whenever someone in a Marvel movie denies something, it's usually true. And B, what, it's Tom Holland, and he's probably been told, be a good boy. Was he denying it at, while he was nervously glancing at a guy with a briefcase behind him? <laughs> No, he doesn't have to. He does everything's virtual now, so he didn't, he didn't even need it. Yes, <laughs> they are not in this movie. Right. Yes. Yes. yes they are not in. There's this a guy movie. on the other side of his laptop, but with a laser pointer pointed at him. Yeah. <laughs> speaking yeah. of things nobody cares about, no. tell me about speaking. Of, tell me about Finn Jones and Iron Fist Three. That wait, you don't care about, about Spider Man Three? No, I do. I don't care about Tom Holland lying. That's what I don't care about. <laughs> The man has uh, no credibility. The man has no credibility. We love Tom Holland. Come on. We he's awesome. No, he, we're all he's invested fantastic. in him. He's fantastic. Him. He yeah. just is a terrible, terrible All right. Player. So, so yeah. all right. All right. Fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. Jeez, you guys are killing me this week. Finn Jones recently came out and revealed what the story plans for the third season of Iron Fist were that never happened. My uh, God. How could they have messed it up even he, worse? He, he I kind of refer- forgot there was a second season, to be yeah. honest with you. He kind of he said that it was going to be like uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, with Ward and oh my God, why can't I think of Iron Fist's name? What's Iron Fist's Danny? Danny Rand. Yeah, got running around in in Asia with you know with him with the golden guns. But and, it was but, so messed up. Like and then, everything was all. And then the what's her face? Colleen Wing. Colleen was going to be in New York now that she had the mantle and trying to figure out like that was going to be her story going on parallel while she's figuring out the powers and how to control them. Yeah. 
So did we, I don't know, was there any interest in that? I mean, it's never going to happen now, so it doesn't really matter. It, but... It's just too disparate, too all over the place, it sounds like, you know? I mean, it sounds like a total shift in tone Yeah, from the first two seasons as well. Like, Yeah. I, I It was already, like, a problem, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Butch and Sundance Kid, but... But, but you know, it's called Iron Fist, not Iron Bullet. I, I don't know. I mean, like. No, that's, but they, he, they, they're, that's been something that's been done in the comics. So it's not. Like yeah, it but like, it didn't, but they, they had that ending with no explanation whatsoever. And you're sitting there like, what? He's got. Well, that was good. That's that what way. season three was for, to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it was still Danny Rand. So, you know, or that, that actor. Finn Finn Jones. Jones. So we were, so we're not, we weren't, I wasn't. Interested. I liked him. I'm sorry. I think he did the best with what he was given. Oh, he, he was crap. He was giving him crap. Yeah, it was exactly like you know why? I mean, my God, you know his best showing was when somebody else wrote his character in in uh, Power Power Man, right? Like that was the Danny Rand we should have had in the actual. That's what I'm. Iron yeah, that's what I'm show. saying. It was the writing and the directing. I think. Yeah. I don't think that was him. I don't think that was an acting issue. Yeah. No, it was. It was the writing. They they yeah. made him whiny and just. Useless. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Best he could with what he was given. He was given crap. Yes. Speaking so. of crap. <laughs> wow. You, you, are you are you like ready to go, JD? You're like, let's push this along. No, I didn't say nothing. I'm yeah. no, that was me. Speaking of crap. No, no, it's like you haven't been offering uh much insight. Well, uh, we're on going on two hours now. We're all tired. Uh, I, I got another pod night, so I'm good. But I mean I'm just thinking like I this what can I what what is there to say about this show that's never gonna happen based on a show that nobody liked? Right. You yeah. know? Like everyone hated Iron Fist. It wasn't a good show. Like he was a good I thought he was an all right choice for the character, mm-hmm. but like it didn't work. And that guy, the showrunner, went on to make another show that everyone hated in in, in humans. So yeah. good. I'm glad this didn't happen. Because it got Marvel onto TV now. I'm glad they failed. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. I, st- I still think they should keep the other actors as their actual selves and bring them into the MCU. And just like yeah, Danny, Rand, Danny Rand got stuck somewhere, and you know. just ignore Danny. Yeah, or, or recast him. Not that they're not not like they're not past recasting. Yeah, and, our, he, and he, our, got, he got hit by Wanda. <laughs> yeah, the hexed. He got hexed. I don't know. I think, I, I, there's rumors they're bringing back the other actors. Why not bring him back? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, you've I got the other the other martial artist, right? Well, yeah, you yeah you have Shang Chi coming in, Shang-Chi, but I mean that's yeah. fine. Yeah, bring him in as Danny Rand. Like, give him a second chance. I'm fine with better material. As long as we get Luke, as long as we get Mike Coulter back as Luke Cage, life is good. That's all I care about. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the key. Well, like, and 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 Mike and, Coulter is a beautiful, beautiful man. And Daredevil too. Dare, the guy. Who yeah, 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 you're right. You're awesome. right. You're right. And who who else and, is well, going to play Jessica already, Jones? There's rumors that he's already back. Um, right. And who else is going to play Jessica Jones? I mean, like you know, all three of them were. They were beautiful casting yeah. places, and they. Well, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah, and the and the 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 shows were awesome. Mm-hmm. Everyone but but Iron Fist. Yep. Iron Fist was an abomination. Yeah, and Defenders was disappointing. I liked yeah. it, but you know it wasn't as good as the others. It would have been good if if Danny Rand had been played right. The whole thing would have been great. I think All it right. works better. No, you anyway. can't tell me there's a dragon underneath the wall, underneath the city, and then like you don't show me the dragon. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. That's just not managing expectations. Yeah. All right. So was, go on, Dave. You were saying. And the, oh my God. I, I was promised a dragon. Uh, yeah. The last. Uh, yeah, I know. We didn't get the dragon. Speaking of promises broken. And the last article I only brought because it was the last movie I saw in theaters in 20, 
20, which was Sonic the Hedgehog. Ugh. They announced this week we are going to get a Sonic the Hedgehog 2. With the original CGI? Coming out in <laughs> April of 2022. Didn't Sonic 1 bomb? Am I wrong on that? I thought it was like a failure, especially because they had to do all the reanimation. That's a good question. I, I thought know. I'm like, sh- I'm bl- this is the most they surprising set- story of the week, by the way. They, they set up a sequel, though. They do set that up at the end of it. But they set up a lot of sequels to bad movies. <laughs> Remember in Masters of the Universe and Franklin Jell's head pops? Was, I'll be back. No, did no, you, wait, no you on. won't. Hold on. Did you see the movie? Not. No, of course not. I'm just but how, but how do you, what makes you I'd think it was bad? bad? I didn't say it was bad. Said I said it, it was a failure. I said it wasn't it wasn't it a bomb. All right, let's see. Hold on. Its budget was open to an estimate. No, 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 no. Its okay. budget was eighty-one to ninety-five million. It made three hundred nineteen million. So, no, oh, never mind. It, it never made mind. that it much. Great. I had no yeah. idea it made that much. Oh, all right, yeah, this makes was... makes complete sense. Is that I all? In, is that all in like Japan? I mean, <laughs> who cares? When money I saw is it, money. When I saw it, the theater was packed. So, I mean, okay. In, yeah, there's a lot of Sonic fans. Like, don't I'm don't. I'm not the target demographic of this. Then I well, thought my son it was the target demographic. He loved the movie. Granted, I, sorry, go ahead. no good. Okay, oh, well, I, I was okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say, great. Granted, it it also was Jim Carrey returning to form. Like, it yes, was, like yes. He, he he wasn't it wasn't sad Jim Carrey. It was whack wacky wacky Jim Carrey. wacky Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, you're not improved. You're not impressed by that, JD. No, I was distracted by the cat in the background. I, I just like I said, I don't. I was very surprised. I was very surprised. I'm looking at it right now. I'm very surprised the movie did that well. Makes perfect sense to do a sequel. I thought the 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 narrative around the film was that it was a failure. Clearly, that is not accurate. Nah. Good for Paramount. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, it's a streaming service. They're going to bring tales into it this time. Yes, because why wouldn't you? Where else do you go with Sonic? That's the well, that's yeah. the cliffhanger at the end of the movie. Tails shows up. Dark yeah. Sonic and Knuckles and he, there's a, there there are like four different Sonic timelines and there's a lot of a lot of story you could use actually. But really surprisingly enjoyed, enough, I really yes. enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog two on my Genesis growing <laughs> up. That was a very fun game. Yeah, you wouldn't believe where they've gone with with oh, that, yeah. with the, the TV shows, the so comic many, books. There's like, so many different, yeah, and like the different stories in the games. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so many different styles of games too. It's not just you running anymore. So, I mean, that's that's the main mechanic of most of them. But yeah, yeah. So I I I look forward to more information about Sonic Two. I enjoyed it. My son enjoyed it. Obviously, we'll go see it in the theater when it comes out. So yeah, that's that's my take. So. Video games so, is a cultural blind spot of mine, so good for them. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about Gina Carano or anybody or anything like that, I guess. You don't read your emails, do you, John? Are you trying to be an asshole? <laughs> trying? <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about her this week. Mm. <laughs> mm, peanut butter. Can't talk my mouth. Ah, see, butter. there you go. Mm. <laughs> No, no. There's also too many rumors floating around about it right now that I won't, don't even want to get into it. So, and I'm sure every other podcast, nerd podcast on the planet, is covered to ad nauseum at this point. So, pretty much. Yeah. So, all right. I, I committed to that bit. Now I have to get rid of all the peanut butter in my mouth. <laughs> well, uh, JD's trying to get rid of the peanut butter. John, do you have any recommendations for the audience this week? Uh, not really. Well, okay. So, this this may be something that I've recommended before, but I'm going to recommend it again because I am slowly but surely working my way through Jim Butcher's, uh, yeah, yeah, the Jim, Jim Butcher's Dresden Files. 
And the two new books, I'm starting to hit the two new books now, and he's returned to form. I'm very happy. And if you are a fan of stuff like Marvel movies, where there are characters all over the place and there are like, you know, like gatherings of like Avenger, Avenger groups and stuff like that. The, the, these books will satisfy you in ways you cannot imagine. So I would, you know, I would pick those up. If you're a fan of urban fantasy. Yeah. Well, Jim Butcher is. Jim Butcher considered. and uh, J.D. Oliva are your two best authors. And, to, uh, and yeah. more, I'm more of a, a horror writer, a thriller writer. But yeah, he's he kind of created the, he didn't create, he didn't kind of create, he actually did create the urban fantasy genre. Every single urban fantasy book out there is essentially a ripoff of, yeah, you know, the, what, the he's, what he does. Files. Yeah. Which is what you're told to do, right to market. Like, find out what Jim Butcher did and copy it. Pretty right. much. Cool. How far do you think I need to go back to remember? I was thinking of starting a ghost story. What? Oh, ghost. You could start after ghost story. I would so say. Isn't ghost story where they introduce the island? And I know the island is a big part of what's going yeah, on now. Yes. Well, it's right after ghost story that they really introduce it. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's like, that's like book nine. Again, like this, I, th- I think the ne- next two books, the, the the two books he just put out for finishing the series are like book like 16 and 17. Yeah. It's like, and he's looking to do a three book Armageddon. It's it just, you know, he is, he is like amazing. So, yeah. All right. Cool. JD. I had a slow week because I was so focused on finishing the book. I didn't, I didn't buy much media last week. I'm trying to think. I have started, I have decided that for the website, I'm going to do a full review on John Ostrander's run on the Suicide Squad. So I'm seven issues in right now. Mm-hmm. And boy, man, that they there's some comic conventions of the 1980s that have been abandoned for the better. Right. But the themes and ideas that Ostrander is working with really hold up. Like there's some stuff that's done that you can't get away with nowadays. But I mean, like on the whole, they did they did one particular issue where a, where a rich a rich white supremacist is trying to basically con these these people into like his ideas and the suicide squad has to take him out and it's it's so well written man and it's hmm. just like i was reading this like man this this I, could have been written today i don't like, know how that's relatable today come on well that's like it's just it's interesting I'm like man this book it's one it said it's like wow it's been 35 years and nothing has changed in another way it's like these books still have relatability and like yeah. this is why there's like this is why there's interest in it now and why a Suicide Squad movie two now are are viable. And like I'm really looking forward to when I get to write this piece because the art, I'm not a huge Luke McDonald fan. I don't think it's that great. But like as far as like the Ostrander's writing goes and where his brain is at, man, if uh, this DC Universe Infinite, too long a title, app is really good. So man, read Suicide Squad books. They're really good. Cool, cool. That is a great recommendation. I, of course, will recommend that people go over to SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all of our social media at the top of the page. Views by our good friend D-Square, and eventually by our good friend JD. I had to finish a book. (laughs) And then, actually, I got a weird one this week, because I've only used the app once. But if you're a writer or a podcaster and you like to dictate, if you're a writer and you like to dictate, or if you're a podcaster... Is an app called Descript, and you you plug your audio or your video into this app. It is is great at doing transcription, and then you can sit there and take keywords like um, which I know I just said like five times, and it'll just erase mm-hmm. it from the transcription. And when it erases from the transcription, it erases it from the audio. So 
it's a really great editing tool in that sense. However, you can only do two hours a month for free. So one episode a month we can use unless I decide to pay for it. And I think if I remember correctly, it's like $10 a month mm. to do unlimited. So it's just like, is it worth it? I have to, I, I'm, I'm debating that right now. So yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. If Again, if you're a podcaster, if you're well, somebody wants to dictate your, your writing and, and clean it up and stuff, it's, it's a really great tool. It works with video as well. So keep that in mind. Yeah, and I keep saying, um, because now it's in my head. So on that note, as always, boys and girls, thanks for hanging out with us. And don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week. <laughs>